5W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The Senate set to vote this morning on a bill revoking the use of force authorization allowed the U.S. to invade Iraq more than 20 years ago. A single bill, S-316, would revoke the authorizations for the use of military force that allowed the U.S. invasions of both Kuwait and Iraq. Lawmakers in both chambers of Congress and both parties are warming to the argument the authorization has outlived its purpose and should be repealed. That view is not universal, however, with the Senate's leading Republican, Mitch McConnell, making the case the authorization is still needed, especially given renewed threats from Iran in the region and inside Iraq. Bob Agnew reporting. As the nation grieves the loss of those killed in the mass shooting at a Christian elementary school in Nashville, we are learning more about the person who carried out the deadly attack. Audrey Hale had bought seven weapons over the years. They were legally purchased. Police Chief John Drake says Hale hid the weapons from their parents. She was under care, doctor's care, for an emotional disorder. Uh, law enforcement knew nothing about the treatment she was receiving. But her parents felt that she uh, should not own weapons. Drake says they're still looking for a motive, but the shooter had a detailed map of the school. There was not any particular... Uh, student uh, that they were, uh, that she was looking for at the time of the incident. I'm Ed Donahue. The Huntsville, Alabama police chief is asking for prayer. Terry Giles says two of his officers were ambushed while answering a 911 call. One of the officers was killed, the others in the hospital. One of Senator Rand Paul's staff members survived a brutal attack in the streets of D.C., stabbed multiple times. Police say the assailant was recently released from prison after doing time for forcing women into prostitution. Watching Wall Street, the Dow's up 245 points, and NASDAQ 166 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. Surveillance video shows guards fleeing a fire in a Mexican immigration detention facility that killed 38 men. The video shows that after migrants place mattresses against the bars of their cell and set them on fire, guards quickly walked away and made no apparent attempt to release the men before smoke filled the room. Hours after the fire broke out on Monday, rows of bodies were laid out under silver sheets outside the immigration detention facility in Suarez Juarez which is across the U.S. border from El Paso, Texas, and a major crossing point for migrants. I'm Charles Diladesma. There are growing calls for the Taliban to free a girls' education activist who was arrested earlier this week in Kabul. The activist was arrested in the Afghan capital on Monday. 
Taliban authorities have not revealed his whereabouts or the reasons for the arrest. News and analysis, townhall.com. California Governor Newsom has signed a bill allowing state officials to punish oil companies for making what regulators consider to be too much money. The law comes as a response to the gasoline price spike last summer that saw record high pump prices, while oil companies made enormous profit. It's the latest in a string of legislative defeats for the oil industry. California was once one of the leading oil producers in the United States. Today, a separate California law requires the state to be carbon neutral by 2045. California also plans to ban the sale of most new gas-powered cars by 2035. I'm Ben Thomas. A $2.4 billion bankruptcy plan for the Boy Scouts of America has been approved by a federal judge. Some insurance companies and some survivors of sexual abuse had challenged the plan. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 255 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Morning, everybody. It's good looking. Uh, it's a good looking Wednesday. Very sharp looking. It is uh, five minutes after ten. This first hour is an open forum, and then I have a guest that I think will prove to be very interesting. He's a rheumatologist, and his name is Dr. Soloway, one of America's top rheumatologists, and he's also written a book that's. Uh, it's quite a book. It's called Medical Politics, How to Protect Yourself from Bad Doctors, Insurance Companies, and Big Government. So that'll be after 11 o'clock. But right now it's you and I against the world as we talk local, regional, national, and some things from out of space every day, 10 to 2. 889-5252 is the uh, number. Here's some uh, questions you might want to ask at the dinner table tonight. Start things off. Things that you may have pondered. As you know, I have my own personal ponder corner. It's my ponderosa. Why did we decide to give February just 28 days when lots of other months have 31 days? Can we just take some of the 31 days from other months and add them to February? Hmm? Many times has that question been asked. If revenge is a dish that's best served cold, and revenge is sweet, then is revenge ice cream? So I have lots of these questions uh, throughout the day for you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. I'm Mary Wells. I'm going to beat Larry to the punch. Check it out. Now, when Keith C. was on when you were on vacation, you know, Larry, he loves the sports with Keith C., and I love it, too. And he always the first caller. I said, man, I want to get a single. I'm going to be the first guy on deck. Bottom line is, I said, hey, KC, he likes initials and all that stuff. And well, as long as you get something to say, you're welcome to be the first caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm, I, I beat him to the punch. But if, if it was Friday and KC was on Larry's right on, so I, I nicknamed him because Keith likes that. I, I nicknamed Larry. Lee, not Larry Rice, the police officer. Mm-hmm. The other Larry. He loves Bostonian. You know, he loves the socks and all that. He says, I said, you know what, Keith? Why don't we call him Lead Off Larry? Because every time on Keith's on, he's the first caller. 
I'm the first call there. I just got on first base. I hit a single. Okay, give yourself so how a trophy. How you doing, man? Good, good. All right, I'm a little fired up right now. It, it's like spring is here. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it still. I got my windows open. I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. Doing the things cleaning is good. It makes you feel good when the house is clean and neat. I feel very good still. I don't want to hug up your hour, but, yeah, I'll call you. No, you got to guess at uh, 11 o'clock. All right, I'm just going to listen today, all okay, right, buddy? Okay, that's great. Take care, Joey. I love you, Stu, man. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. I would like to really talk to you, but you must articulate first so we can have a conversation. Hmm? And if you'd like to make an appointment, just call my assistant. Good morning, Stu. Oh, there you are. Hi, good morning. Yes. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm with you. Good morning, Stu. How you doing? All right, thank you. It's a beautiful morning on the front porch. Oh, it's a porch day. Huh? A little chilly now, but it's going to warm up for you. Hey, you're coming in weak on the phone. I don't know. Sometimes people say that, and I don't quite understand why that is. But, I can uh, really hear you. Oh, huh, that's but strange. But anyways, yeah. just got back from the eye doctor's. Mm-hmm. Dilated my eyes, and uh, boy, it's miserable right now. Trying to see things. Well, it takes a while to to get them back to normal. They have a reverse thing. I don't know if they still do that after they dilate your eyes. I don't know. Mm. But anyways, uh, everything uh, kind of checked out all right. Good. I have what they kind of call uh, like a stroke in the back of my eye, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's, has nothing to do with a, a regular stroke, but it's treatable, and i got to go for an injection in a couple of weeks. Well, that's, all, that's why it's always good to go to uh, an eye doctor regularly. To, they can find things that they never could find before with all the gizmos they have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hey, Stu. Yes, sir. Um, did you hear our... our uh, our, our uh, beautiful president yesterday in regards to uh, talking about that shooting in Nashville. Oh, of course. He's all over the news as usual. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's talking about uh, chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, you know? that didn't make any sense. That was a couple of days ago. The first thing he was talking about was ice cream. and Laughing and joking about chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. You know, that, that guy's a piece of you-know-what. I'm, I'm not going to use the word, and I, and I hate to use that word, but that's what he is, you know? Well, I agree, and I think he embarrasses us for other countries, And but some people still love him, so I know, that's I know. their I opinion. That, that I don't understand. That mm-hmm. I do not understand. But anyways, it, it, yes, it was a terrible thing. It was a terrible thing, and unfortunately there were, there were six lives loss, but, you know, uh, and, and th- that's the society today. I, I, don't think, I don't think you're ever going to stop it. Well, you're never going to stop deep mental illness, and as we learn more about this, uh, this gal, um, she had been seeing somebody, and she was dangerously emotionally ill. I, I don't understand, you know, she sent a text message to a, a friend of hers or whatever, uh, 
saying that she was going to commit suicide. I don't understand why her friend never contacted anybody, or did she contact anybody? Well, that certainly was what I would do if it was a friend of mine, but I don't know why this friend didn't. Yeah, and, you know, they talk about arming the schools with security guards and this and that. Well, I mean, one security guard is only going to do so much. He can't be everywhere in that school, you know? So perhaps maybe what they ought to do is put up a a 10-foot-high chain-link fence around the whole building and electrify it. Oh, yeah, how are the students going to get in? Well, you let them in, and then once they're in, mm-hmm. shut the gate. Unfortunately, I guess it would, it would look like a prison, but you shut the gate, you turn the electricity on, and you fry these people if they <laughs> want to touch the, the fence. Well, it, nothing's perfect, but if you have a security guard that's near the entrance of the school... Right, but there's more than one entrance to that school. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look what she did. She blew the doors off. She blew off the doors the off. I get it. I understand that, but... You know? I figure if it gives you a, just a little better edge, you might as well do it. But it's a shame it had to, it has to, things have to come to, to this, this point, you know, because mm-hmm. years ago we never, ever had these problems. But like I said, it, it's today's society, and whether you take away the, the a, AR-15s or whatever, they're, they're still going to do it, whether it's a gun, a knife, or a bomb, or whatever. It's, it's just today's society. Well, the and thing is... Thing, too, they go on, they go on and on and on on the news talking about it, at, you know... End it. End it. End it. Stop. Stop broadcasting it over the news. You know. Well, that certainly is something to think about. Somebody else, another idea. Yeah, that's that's true. No, I, mean, there I, are I some can do people. one better than that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to uh, rest of my eyes, and we're going to listen to the program. All right. Have a good time on the porch. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hello, Stu Breyer with you. Good morning. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Oh, I got some info for you. That I hope so. That people didn't know this. I got this from Rita Cosby last night. <clears throat> okay, here we go. You know, this, now, I haven't read any newspapers, so, you know, if it's in the paper, well, good. Um, this person was on medication and seeing a doctor. That's correct. Okay. She bought seven guns at five different places. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I don't know if anyone heard that. Now, why did she even be allowed that quickly to get all those guns? I mean, you know, it is the U.S. government allowing it, you know. Well, Normal- listen, uh, you know, Connecticut, uh, you have, there's a waiting period. Um, but I guess where she is, where she was, uh, there wasn't. Well, you know, now the ones I'm listening to, they're equating it with maybe she is. She went on a spree because, well, first of all, Tennessee banned that kind of stuff. They don't want none of that changing of whatever's of the kitties, right? Don't go get yourself all hacked no, up. She was this. a 28-year-old woman. She wasn't a kid, so no, she didn't have any they, children. They banned, trans, they banned the LGBTQ stuff in Tennessee, okay? It's the Bible, Belt. I'm not surprised. But uh, did you know, now this may be riling up people. So I'm going to give you two examples. Well, this is one example. Um 
Did anybody know there's going to be the Trans Day of Vengeance in D.C. on Friday? And they're already getting their riot cops ready? Riot squads, whatever they call But uh, yeah, it's called okay. the Trans Day right, Let me get this straight. Trans Day of Vengeance. Now, these are people uh, for or against? Or? Oh, no. They're trannies. Mm-hmm. And they're mad. What are they mad about? Well, they're mad that different states are, are banning it. Because the whole trans thing that they're mad about is that states are saying you cannot have your underage little one go and get a sex change at three years old. Just because, or five, I mean, or, if that's, or 12. That's what they're demonstrating about? They want, it, they want that to happen? Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. Well, that is what is going on. And right now... I don't know about three-year-olds, Susan, but anyway, go ahead. I heard okay. a teacher, and she said that the rights of little ones, they know from the womb as soon as they're yeah, well, this, born this teacher, what they want to be. In my opinion, this teacher is out of her mind. But Well, you know, okay, happens. and right now a woman had a, had a fight with her girlfriend, and she's holding herself hostage on a highway in Virginia. Uh, with a gun to her head and, and blocking traffic. So Well, let me just say this. Relationships, whether they be homosexual or heterosexual, uh, these situations do happen when people are a couple. Well, so it's, it, it's not just transgenders. It's people who will get whacked out. Yeah. Well, there's one in the back of the USA, the yesterday's USA, where a woman killed her X, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't know. Sure, of course. That's their relationships, just you like know, any but, other relationship. But, yeah, so we shall see what these ones do in D.C. because it says they're joining in with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So oh, Lordy, help not us. Going Lordy, to be help good. us. Well, there'll be many police around there. They're not going to take any chances. Thanks for the info. Okay. See you, Susan. Hi, welcome to the program. All right, uh, 889-5252 is the number. Why don't we always say one group, they're more apt to do this than another group, and just, you know, there are some people that uh, are disturbed. Doesn't matter what race, color, or creed you are, what your sexual preference is. We'll be right back. Do you have questions about Medicare? The agents at Jane Ryan Insurance Group are your local experts. Hello, I'm Jeremy Doyle. And I'm Alyssa Connell from Jane Ryan Insurance Group in Colchester. Like many others, we offer home, auto, and business insurance, but we also have Medicare insurance experts. Early retirement is the goal, but healthcare insurance may be the hurdle. But Jane Ryan Insurance Group can help. Along with sitting down with their financial planner, I like to sit down with clients to teach them about all their health insurance options in retirement. It's important to spend time to create a realistic plan, and it's never too early to do so. How and when to use COBRA, individual health insurance, or Medicare are all important to figure out before before you pull the trigger on retirement. At Jane Ryan, what's most important to them is what's right for you and your goals. Every situation is different and there's a lot to know. We help you cut through the confusion. You've got Medicare or healthcare insurance questions and Jane Ryan Insurance Group has answers. South Main Street in Colchester and janeryaninsurance.com. We do not offer all plans in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. 
Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. 43 degrees on the way up today. Should be a pleasant spring day. You're on the air. Welcome. Morning to you, Mr. Stowe. Hello, Larry. What's up? So, uh, uh, it's a day today that the legislator in Connecticut couldn't wait to uh, start their gun stuff again. Mm -hmm. You read that article? Yeah, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. Uh, Can you tell me what we're going to do when we get rid of our AR-15s? And then the uh, shoot and start with pistols. Can you answer that question for me? Well, there's still, excuse me, there'll still be problems, but it may cut down on the amount of people that are shot. Yeah. One other thing on that shooting, uh, last night I was watching uh, uh, News Nation, and they did some research, which I didn't even know they were going to do. But uh, it, it was something I had talked to you about yesterday. It was 58 mass shootings uh, recently, and 56 out of the 58 were found to be done by punks, not by mentally disturbed people. Mm-hmm. Only two of them were found to be uh, mentally disturbed that did the shootings out of the 58. Yeah, I told you that statistic yesterday, remember? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's we have a problem with gangs. We have a problem of... Uh latchkey young men that get involved All with the, the way wrong people. people are talking all that. Every single shooting is done by mentally disturbed people. Untrue. Well, they're obviously disturbed in one way or another. Whether they're considered criminally insane is another. They're obviously very disturbed people. And there's amount of drugs that are involved in a lot of these as well. Okay, you don't have to agree. That's all right, Larry. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to agree with you. Okay, I, I would tell fine. you if I, 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 I listen. I go by facts and statistics. I don't come on your radio show and start telling you mm-hmm. stuff that I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. And if you you want to think something else, that's fine. I, I'm not going to get mad at you because you you think another way. No, I don't know. I'm that. just telling. Yeah, I'm okay. just telling you that uh, we're not going to stop shootings. I'm telling you right now. There's somebody else planning another shooting for somewhere right now. Well, it's never it, going to be, uh, we're never going to be crime-free or... It's not going to stop, even if you put police officers in schools. It's not going to stop. It's, uh, you can deter things from happening. You can help things from happening. You can, you can cut down on things from happening, but you never can, you, this is why, why these, these people drive me nuts when they're on TV and they say, we got to do this from this, from ever happening again. Those yeah. are the most stupidest words that I've ever heard in my life. You can't stop anything if it never happens. I know, but again. you can you can cut Nothing. down the chances a little bit, even if it's right. a little bit. You can cut down the chances. That's correct, but you cannot stop things no. from happening again. Nothing. Well, Name one thing you can stop from happening again by doing uh, doing anything. Well, huh? there's a lot of things to make it better, but uh, it would take a lot of people working together yeah. to do that. And one other thing, this is very, very disturbing to me. These, these poor people, most of them black, down in Mississippi and some of the other states down there, they lost their homes. I got to see them on TV out in the street with no clothes, no food, no nothing. Where's the government? Where is our government? Why, why can the government, Washington, D.C., fork out over $40 billion in one day to Ukraine? One day, okay? 
40 billion dollars on the way to Ukraine but our people here poor poor people already who didn't have anything to begin with now their house is flattened to the ground they have nothing at all why can't FEMA or somebody in Washington the day that that, that disaster happened be set up have tables set up right there in the state and these people can come up and they get a check a check immediately from the government okay to help them get a find a hotel to buy food to to whatever every single person should get a check immediately from the government mm -hmm. well i would vote for that you have to but you have to be very careful yeah. it all goes to the so right why place all the bureaucratic red tape for that for for our people for our poor people mm -hmm. in this country when everybody else get everything uh immediately they get it like the same day you know you know you know they pass bills in washington in one day to give Ukraine all that money, correct? One yeah, day. Pretty quick, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I don't understand it. I'm not happy with it. I, I don't want to see these people suffering like this on TV. There's absolutely no need for it being the United States of America. And and these people ought to be ashamed of themselves in Washington, D.C., treating these people like well, this. Well, I couldn't give you a figure of how much money has been uh, donated and uh, how much help they're getting because we don't have an exact figure. But Where's the money? I'm sure it could you, be do more. Do you think that your 25 or $50 that you donate, again, to, to these people down, down uh, there, you think that this, is, this money that you're going to give is going to get to these people? Give me a break. Well, that's what I'm very concerned about when we dish out a lot of money, because we know in the that's past... That's why I'm talking about Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are responsible to help these people. Not not you and me. Well, they certainly if need tons money, of help if anybody has seen what's going on there. It's not going to get to those people. Mm -hmm. It's going to be stolen. It's going to be given to the bureaucrats. Okay, buddy, you got to run, but thank you. All right. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi, uh, this this is about Mandy Patinkin. Oh, Mandy Patinkin! We're going to give away another couple of tickets to see him. I mm. know it. You know, um, uh, he was on Roots, which is my favorite TV program. Oh, really? He, That's his yes, latest. Yes, huh? and and Alex Haley. You know, he <clears throat> he interviewed him and and uh, told about his past, and you know how Roots is, mm -hmm. and. Um, I, I wanted to call to tell that woman from North Stonington who won the tickets yesterday Yes, that she is going to love him. She's going to love him, and she's going to love his, his program. Um, he, he is the nicest man that you'd ever want to meet. He really impressed me. I thought he was wonderful. Well, he is really an artist. He's besides being a great actor, he's a, yeah, he's a singer. Yeah. He's done Broadway shows. He's yeah. starred on television shows. Right. And, he's, um, he's done it all, and not only that, but he he's the nicest person. Um, I, I just had to tell her that. And I, I know she'll enjoy his show. I know it. Well, we have a couple of tickets to give away a little bit later on in the program, so maybe somebody will win that. It's going to be at the yeah. Guard Arts Center Saturday, April 29th at 8. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, she's lucky she won them because uh, she's going to enjoy that show. I know she will. Ask your son today if he'd take you. Well, he, I th he, he would. I know he would. He's a great he would, guy. He would. 
Yes, I, I, you know what? I, I, I still might go to see him. Mm. I still might get there. But anyway, I just wanted to tell her she's lucky she won the tickets to see him because when she leaves that show, she's going to be happy. Well, I'm sure she's happy to hear your thoughts on it. Thank you for oh, yeah. reminding us. You're right. Mandy Patinkin. Many of you say, who's that? And then you talk about his resume, and you've seen him numerous times in numerous television shows and movies. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. I have a message for uh, Preston residents this morning. Sure. Soon it will be the time for Preston residents to hear about another town budget. A reminder, last year, first select woman, Sandra Allen Gauthier, wanted unusually large pay raises across the board and was able to get that request approved. Now, Mrs. Gauthier is back again asking for more. The day writer Claire Bissett wrote an article about it earlier this month titled Utilities, Tech Upgrades, would raise the Preston Town Budget again by 8.5%. I have read the article and underlined certain important matters that stood out to me. Town Hall calls for salary increase, just like last year, and complain about inflation. First Selectman Alan Gauthier tells us there are 16 people working full-time positions at Town Hall. Again, she complains about the difficulty in hiring and keeping employees. I wonder what is the problem. Why don't Town Hall employees want to stay in their position? The first select woman says town pay and benefits can't compete with most private sector salary. In another article by Claire Bissett, it's the school that also wants the pay raise, too. It may be post-grad college students who come looking for a town job but are expecting a city-sized paycheck. So they try working in a town like Preston for a while and find the pay is not what they expected. Makes one wonder why Mrs. Allen-Gauthier says we have to focus on employee retention and attraction. Please don't tell us Town Hall does not hire their family members, or the schools for that matter. But so concerned Ms. Gauthier is, she commissioned a study of town government positions, competitive salary versus current pay. And I, taxpayers, be advised as long as Sean Nugent is on a town board and Mr. Congdon on finance board, they'll find some way to raise spending. And while we're on the subject of budgets and money, how about Ms. Gauthier asking Mohegan's son to purchase the 390 acres of land Preston cleaned? The state used to pay compensation. Why not the tribe? Ms. Malerba is now co-U.S. Treasury Secretary. Too easy. Thanks for your time, Stu. Take care. Bye. You too. Thanks for your opinion from your town. We cover a lot of towns here at WICHAM and FM, 94.5 FM, 1310 AM. You're welcome to call in and give your point of view of what's happening in your community. Today is an open topic, 889-5252 for the first hour. Fox News commentary. I'm not saying we should have stayed in Afghanistan, but maybe we should have taken our equipment with us. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the one, two, three protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD withdrawn from Afghanistan years ago, but the way Commander Joe Biden Brandon handled that withdrawal in August of 2021 was, like everything else he's done, a disaster and a deadly one at that. To make matters worse, the U.S. left behind more than $7 billion in military equipment. And if you're wondering who now has it, well, it's the Taliban. And now they're rubbing it in our faces with a snapshot of their new swag posted online. We provided them with equipment which consisted of 78 aircraft, roughly 9,500 air-to-ground munitions, 40,000 vehicles, over 300,000 and weapons and nearly all specialized night vision, surveillance, and biometric technology. Do you think the U.S. will learn from our mistakes? Heck no, because it looks like we are on the same path with our propping up of Ukraine. The military-industrial complex is happy, but we the people are getting ripped off. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is fearless at Outkick.com. Let's get back to our lines at 889-5252. Chance of uh, a little rain today. That's tonight, excuse me. Sunny today, 50 to 55. Tonight we might get a snow squall. It's just the last the last trip for March, perhaps. By the way, tomorrow all the Major League teams are going to start their season. For you baseball fans. So chance of a round of rain tonight, uh, low th- uh, 28. Thursday, mostly sunny, windy, high 45. Friday, sun early, increasing cloudiness with a chance of showers, 52. And then we'll get into... April showers may come our way. I won't sing it. It'll ruin your day. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning, Father Stu. Hey, Boston Benny. What's cooking with you? Well, while you were away, Mm -hmm. I joined the Rose City Senior Center, which is not far from your studio. Oh, that's a lovely place. You'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was a member some time ago, so I, mm-hmm. I, I just rejoined Good. after you know, I was away for a while. But uh, it's nice. How, how's the Stu Byer show doing? We're doing okay. It's been very busy, which is what I like. A lot of different opinions. Yeah, that's good. You say you've been away? Is that what you said? No, you were away. No, I was away. Well, I knew somebody was away. away. I knew that. Yeah. We, we joined the center. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've been over there. Oh, many times. Many times. The Rose City Senior Center, we've done a lot of interviews with them through the years. They keep in touch on special events coming up. And, uh, yeah, it's right That's right great. around the corner. That's good. Well, I'm glad to hear everything is going well. And baseball season starting tomorrow, so. So what's your team? Do you have a favorite team? It's been the Mets. The Mets, Okay. When, when my team, the Dodgers, relocated to Los Angeles, I was without a team for a while. Did you hear that, folks? Boston Benny is a Mets fan. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you take care of yourself. Hey, thanks. I uh, enjoy reading your emails. Thanks for calling. All right, thank you. Bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Good Stu. Hi. I hate to complain, but I got complaints today. You hate to complain, but you will. Yes, I will. Okay. There's no local news anymore. Jimmy Lane, what happened to him? 
Jimmy Lane is, was filling in for another gentleman who, for some reason, was not able to make it this morning. So oh, that's we don't have local. Now we don't have a morning personality. Got rid of Marty. That was a big mistake. And today we we say we're going to have local news again. Well, this gentleman will be back tomorrow with the local news. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's part of WICA to take care of the community. You're absolutely correct, sir. It's been that way for 70-something 70, 70 years. Mm. Yeah, it's a long time. and uh, So I hope we can get back to uh, something like complain? that. Hmm? Tell, did you like register a complaint when they, took, when they got rid of Marty? Well, you, you know, we always recommend people call our general manager and... Oh, you, you, you got horsepower down there. Did you, did you say anything? Of course we talked about it. We talk about it all the time. That's too bad. I mean, I miss Marty terribly. I'm honest with you. Because every day. In college, too. Every day I miss him. You know, I don't know what's going on down there. He's one of the most talented people I ever worked with. Yeah, he did all, he did all the news on all, on all the stations and... But you know these are these are tough times, and I'm sure a general manager can explain it better than me. Yeah, because you're also hiring. Um. Yeah, they're hiring. They keep advertising. Oh, for salespeople, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Thank you. Hey, we're we're very honest and upfront with you folks. That's what we've been doing on this program for many years. And the number is ten thirty six. 43 degrees. Let's take a short break and give us a call. Cut into a good steak tonight. Cut into the first tender bite. This is a night you've been looking forward to. A perfect Easter holiday begins with the delicious hickory smoked Easter ham from Salem Prime Cuts. Bone-in or boneless hickory smoked Easter hams are now available. The hams at Salem Prime Cuts are cured and slowly smoked in their own smokehouse. And they're only available at Salem Prime Cuts. Be sure to try their fresh or smoked Easter kielbasa. Or how about a stuffed crown roast of pork with their famous apple sausage stuffing? They're oven ready. While you're there, pick up one of their award-winning grinders. Just voted best sandwich of the day papers, sandwich and Grinder Madness with house specialties like prime rib, bacon cheeseburger, and corned beef Reuben grinders. Salem Prime Cuts, Route 85, Salem, Four Corners. Make our reputation, our meats are a cut above the rest. Over the years, there have not been many openings for sales representatives at Hall Communications. Our radio group, made up of WCTY, WICH, WKNL, WNLC, and WILI AM and FM, are now looking to grow our team. If you have digital sales experience and are interested in using that knowledge along with radio sales, we want to hear from you. We're a family-owned radio company operating in eastern Connecticut. Candidates should possess excellent writing and communication skills and strive to always present the highest level of customer service. All Communications offers a great medical and 401k plan and a supportive working environment. If this sounds good to you, send your resume and at least three references to Vice President and General Manager Andy Russell at arussell at hallradio.net. Hall Communications is an equal opportunity employer. You can also go to this station's webpage under the Connect With Us drop-down menu to find more information about this position and other opportunities at Hall Communications. 
We have a rheumatologist, uh, Dr. Soloway, going to be joining me at 11.05. He's got a very interesting book that got my attention, so I booked him for the show. The author of Medical Politics, How to Protect Yourself from Bad Doctors, Insurance Companies, and Big Government. Must be a big book. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say after 11 o'clock today. The Bill Kinney column in the bulletin is a nice column, and... Uh, They're rehabbing the former Norwich YMCA, which is great news. We certainly have talked about it a lot through the years. Bill says, I've lived here long enough to be familiar with the names that were given to places in and around here. Surprising myself when learning that sometimes I call a place by a name I've heard, but that's not its real name. For instance, I call the Pocket Park separating Broadway and Union Street just beyond the Cathedral of St. Patrick Little Plains Park because everyone I know calls it that. But it's also known as the Union Square Park because of the Soldiers Memorial in it. It was only when someone passing through not that long ago stopped me while looking for it and that I learned that. I renamed the Regional Intermodel Transportation Center on Hollyhock Island as the Samuel Beckett Bus Station for two, re- for two reasons. Everything eventually gets a name. And for about a decade and a half, the project had seemed like something out of waiting for Goddard. And no matter. That's it. That was a show, God, Waiting for Goddo. Yeah, I saw that at Wilcox Park in Westerly. I had never seen it before. Anyway, no matter how you feel about its existence, cost, value, purpose, and function, and some of the names other people call it, I think my name is accurate and memorable despite discussions to the contrary. Speaking of which, the property transfer approved last Monday by the City Council with Mattern Construction for the company to rehabilitate, resuscitate, and transform the long-abandoned YMCA on Main Street from an eyesore at a gateway to our city into their new corporate headquarters with plans to convert the excess space into a restaurant or pub should send all of us who root for Norwich into raptures of delight. It's been a long time since the Y was closed, hasn't it? Time flies when you're not doing push-ups. Bill says, I did hear, read a lot of joyful news, but also a fair amount of jabbering from that flock of, yeah, but birds who nest everywhere, you hardly know that they're around until a project, just about any project, is about to launch, and then you can hear, read their unhappiness. Well, you and I should be happy the YMCA property will return to the city's tax rolls for the first time in over a hundred years. I read, yeah, but insert personal grievance masquerading as a reason here. Why is optimism always in such a short supply around here, and why can't we ever seem to have a kind word to say about anything being undertaken in the city? It's an editorial by Bill Kinney today. Let me start. This project is great news. Thank you all involved in getting it this far. The mayor and city council are working together with the talented professionals across city government and with the citizen volunteers on the various agencies, boards, commissions, and committees who do so much of the heavy lifting to create a development plan with clearly defined goals and means of achieving them. So a bill has said before, you know, things get too negative, you know, give it a chance and look at the possibilities that uh, 
Soon there'll be something special there. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. It's the mayor. How are you? Hey, mayor. We were just talking about you. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I guess I was dialing your number. I was listening to you read uh, Bill Kenny's book. Yeah, well, I, we were um, saying that you're, you've been very much involved in it. But, you know, I was reading most of what Bill had to write, yes. You know, it, it was, his columns are always interesting because you always learn something new, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I appreciate. But uh, it is going to be on the tax roll. I read some of the comments that Bill was referencing. One gentleman was complaining that the city owned property and we shouldn't. He's ignored the fact that we actually took control of the property so that we could get it developed and put it in private sector hands. So we did what he's alleging we should be doing, but then he still criticized, and that just demonstrates, unfortunately, the lack of knowledge. And I don't blame that person. I just wish on all our local newspapers had daily interest stories about what's happening in Norwich. And I, I you can't say that that happens anymore. Well, I'm glad you called in because we, uh, you know, I didn't read the whole article, but there are, you know, we talked about the pub and the restaurant, but there are other things that'll be going on there. If you'd like to add a few. Well, they were talking about a restaurant, possibly a third brewery for downtown Norwich, some retail opportunities as well. Um, but it, it is the gateway. Billy's 100% right. Our gateways are critical pieces of property, and they actually put the first uh, image of the city in front of people as they're coming into our community. So the other good news is across the street, the former Elks, that boutique hotel is moving forward. Um, they picked up their pace of developers. A lot has happened inside that building. That's going to be occupied as well. It's already privately taxed. People looking for tax revenue. But it's going to be a small hotel in downtown. So we're looking forward to that as, as well. I can tell you the Flatiron building is in private hands. It's been sold. You've got the reviews fully financed now to be renovated. First brown through remediation will take place. There's a lot happening on two ends of Main Street and in the middle of town, and it's all good. We love to hear some positive things. Of course, everybody always wants to know when are all the T's crossed and the the I's dotted, and when could some of these projects really get rolling? The big news is fully financed now. Mm -hmm. We were the only city in the whole eastern (laughs) Connecticut part of the state of Connecticut that received a grant through the Community Investment Fund, the program the state's funding for five years. It was $550,000. And it will be used to remediate the green and use. You'll have 17 market rate apartments and more retail on the first level. Excellent. And as far as the uh, YMCA property, um, is there any... Well, that, uh, that benefits from a $2 million challenge grant from the state. Uh, we're putting $400,000 American Rescue dollars into it. So is the developer, Madden Construction. Again, they're moving all their offices there. We're very grateful for them choosing Norwich. Um, but there's some other good news on that that's not widely known yet. Uh, we have secured additional funding uh, for that site, and it's through the Hartford County Council of Governments. There's a grant portion and a low-interest loan portion. Uh, we haven't finalized that, but we've been, it's been confirmed that we're going to receive that additional help. That could actually free up some of the American Rescue dollars so that we can not use it there, but use it on another site for more businesses and development in the city. This is all very encouraging. 
Yeah, just keep us keep us updated, Pete. We always appreciate when you check in. All right, thanks, Stu. And thanks, Bill Kenny. Yeah, we love Bill's columns. Thank you. Mayor Peter Nystrom listens to our program, checks in, and uh, keeping you update what's happening in the town. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. Um, let's see, a couple of things. Uh, the gentleman that called about Preston teachers, uh, I was dismayed to, I, I know that um, Mr. Congdon's on the Board of Finance. I was really upset when, that, when I heard about that. Uh, now, the Preston teachers, he was saying that they want their wages uh to be even with the big cities. Well, I remember hearing that teachers uh, in Preston, their salaries were in the top 10 in Connecticut. Everybody's always uh, saying about Western, you know, Connecticut, have everything being more expensive. And I don't know if that's the same or not. I'll have to go down and take a look at wages in, mm-hmm. in Preston. Yeah. Um, and about the Nashville School, that's a very attractive door that that uh, woman shot through. But uh, I would think that maybe it would help if uh, they replaced those types of doors with a, a solid oak door, maybe a little window with a peephole or something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's, you know, anything that pr- gives you a better chance of protecting young yeah. people, and we should do it. Right. Got to learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's my two cents. Well, thank you. You can have five cents more if you like. <laughs> no, I have nothing more to talk about this morning. All right. Oh, except maybe one thing, mm-hmm. and this is, I hope it's not like, you know, and what do you want to call it? being against a certain, uh, yeah, now I can't think of the word. Well, anyhow, uh, the man with the British accent on the news, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm annoyed by his accent, which is, I guess, terrible, but... You're talking about Sebastian? I don't know his name. He, I just know he's from... Uh, you know, he has the uh, accent. Because <clears throat> he, he's Sebastian. Only, uh, a little bit on the news. He's not, you know, he doesn't do the news. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. You're always welcome for your opinion here. You know that. <laughs> I know. And I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. And I guess I ought to just get over it. No, we believe me. I, I take every the, these comments. I bring them up to st- upstairs to the. We have uh, certainly a lot of conversations about what you folks have to say, and they listen as well. Yes, I have been meaning to call. Uh, I called once, but your general manager was not in, mm-hmm. and I haven't called again about uh, Marty. Well, he's been on vacation for a few days, but he's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Enjoy the day. You too. This is our lineup, folks. And that is that um, Jimmy Falla, after 2 o'clock, is also a stand-up comedian. Charlie Kirk has taken Sebastian's place from 5 to 8. And then we have uh, 
Policeman Brandon Tatum from 8 to 11. That's our lineup at the moment. In case you were wondering, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Um, I would like, if the mayor is still listening, I would like him to take a ride up to 15 Jewett City Road, which is right after Dairy Queen up in Tassel. There's mm. like a little plaza there. There's a package store. There's a building there that's deplorable. There's old buses and trucks and cars, and it looks like restaurant sinks out there. I'd like to know who owns that, and I would like to have the mayor... Uh, follow through and get that cleaned up. He's talking about cleaning up the city and coming into the rows of rows of knowledge here. It's it's a mess coming down from Lisbon on Route 12, and you drive mm-hmm. into that, and you you're at the stoplight. You look over every day. It's like worse and worse. I go by and that nobody, area a bit. I'll check it out. Yeah, nobody seems to care, and nobody <clears throat> seems to be doing anything, mm-hmm. and it's just deplorable to look at that. Well, thanks for uh, mentioning it. Okay, I hope you're still listening. Maybe we can get Thank some you. action. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, hello. Hi there. I was going to call the mayor about that because I didn't know if we had one of those, uh, what do you call those, blight? Blight inspectors. I, I know they were working on getting one full-time. Unfortunately, I haven't heard from them, but uh, I do believe we have a blight inspector at the moment. Because so. maybe he should check that out because it, it's, it's a new development. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden, when you're going up to, you know, up to Lisbon Landing and you go by Dairy Queen, it's like a scrapyard, a junk, a dump. Yeah. It's, ter- it's it, right before the bus company, too. So I don't know how it's allowed that he's a, a person can have all that garbage there. Well, this is good. A lot of people listen to the program, and maybe we can get something rolling on it. Oh, it's, it's, it's horrible. I said, oh, my God, what is this mess here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe he can find out who owns that property and why is that allowed for them to have all that junk well, there. The mayor can, cars, call us, junk. mayor can call us any time in response to any of your calls, so that's good. That would be great. Thank you. All right. By the way, we have a date, the Listener Appreciation Day, with yours truly, Stu Truly. Dairy Queen, gathering, free ice cream. Meet a lot of the folks that call in. June 13th. If I have that in my head, it's a Tuesday. Put it on your calendar because I'd love you to be there. No cost. Just come and have a good time. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Hello, hello. Hello there. How are you today? Hey, I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, I got a question. I've asked you before and I... I still can't get the right answer. Okay, we'll try this time. <laughs> we'll try it this time. With all the proposals of knowledge, three new schools, Route 82 between the state and the city, let's see, Industrial Park, uh, upgrade of the sewer filtration, hundreds of millions, and YMCA, and anything else you want to throw it, where is the money coming from for all these things? Well, we get a little help from our friends, a little help from the state, and uh, we get a oh, little... So you, we, we can afford all these uh, luxury things at one time, huh? <laughs> you know who's going to pay? The taxpayer in the city of Norway. Well, I don't know if it's going to be all in one time, but um, certainly per- in periodically there will be these things uh, getting all set. Well, every day in the uh, on the news and stuff, <laughs> the city will say, well, I'm proposing an industrial park. 
And then the next day, well, we're going to build three schools. Oh, well, we're going to straighten out Route 82. We're going to do a lot of things. I want to know where the money, and like you said, a little here, a little there. That ain't going to cut the mustard. But you can always go back and bleed those taxpayers. All right, I'm going to let you go. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. Is, yes, sir. Uh, with that Dairy Queen deal, mm-hmm. I'll bet you you could invite Joe Biden. He'd probably, he'd probably come. He'd look at a lot of free ice cream. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I know what you're referring to. If he thought he would get a lot of votes, he would come. Yes, he would. But, you know, he's on the take for everything. So a chocolate ice cream would buy him off. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, buddy. Have a good one. He's referring to uh, a very unusual thing when the president went on right before that horrible shooting in Nashville. And he was first thing he was talking about was ice cream for some strange reason. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Now open in the Willimantic Plaza on Route 32 next to BJ's and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. Sunny and 43 today, high in the 50s. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. I was going to do national news, but I read about the Haymarket building. I mean, not the Haymarket, the, the YMCA building. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy that the Elks building, they're doing a great job, and hopefully the um, hotel will open soon. Yeah, it should be a nice yeah. way for people to yeah. come into the area. Right. And I have all faith in the Mattering Construction Company to to really do a great job with the YMCA. Um, it'd be nice if they could save one of the pools at least, but you know, one never knows. Um, I'm hoping that the developer for the Reed and Hughes isn't like all of the other developers we've had for the Reed and Hughes, and that they do something with it. Um, the 91, whatever it is, the Upper Main Street one, I know that they're working on it because I, I drive up there. And I'm hoping that the one at the end of Main Street, now that it has a new developer, um, hoping that something will happen there. Um, you know, back in the day when when somebody else was, was um, the DJ in the morning and wanted to tear down that, that Warrican Hotel, Mm-hmm. I want to tell you something. As I when I drive into the city and I see that gorgeous, gorgeous hotel, and then the the city hall down the end, you know, down the end of the street, I'm really happy that we saved the Warrigan. It is gorgeous, and I'm hoping that, as I said, we could save some of the others. Um, you know, I I don't have as much faith in the Reed and Hughes developers as I do in Mattern. Um, I, I mean, I know what work they do, and I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous. And as I said, right across the street from the Elk, former Elks, which is now going to be a hotel, um, it should it should really be a nice entrance to our city on that side. So that's that's what I have to say. Hopefully, hopefully everything will turn out okay. Do you remember and how controversial? Do you remember how controversial that Oregon uh, was? My goodness, we talked about that for a long, long time. Right. But it worked out. Also, I want to bring up a, a name from the past. Mm-hmm. Walter Way. Walter Way wanted to bring the Smithsonian to know it's not actually the buildings that they're now hopefully developing. Mm-hmm. 
And everybody laughed at him. Everybody condemned his idea. And he was right. Had we brought that Smithsonian in, we would have been the first ones to have the satellite Smithsonian. All of this other stuff would have been developed already. It's really sad that nobody listened to him. Well, you know, I, th- I saw him recently, and actually, the next time I see him, I'm going to mention that to him. Mm-hmm. That he was right. I mean, I, I said that at the time. But I want all of those people that said no to realize how wrong they were, because most towns, you have one really great um, a- a- attraction. Well, that certainly would have been one of them. Every I, everybody has an interest in Smithsonian, so I don't know why it, it didn't develop at that time. But certainly, he had a good well, idea. They, they thought he I, was crazy. They're not going to do satellite offices, but he knew. I got to get to the news. Satellite offices all over. I got to so, do anyway, the news. Thank you. Bye. Personality Radio W. Stick around for my guest after the news. 94.5 FM W233 DB in Norris. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. In a further deterioration of U.S.-Russia relations, Moscow says it will no longer give Washington a heads up about its missile tests. In remarks carried by Russian news agencies, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov says Moscow has halted all information exchanges with Washington. President Vladimir Putin had, last month, suspended the New START treaty, charging that Russia can't accept U.S. inspections of its nuclear sites under the agreement at a time when Washington and its NATO allies have openly declared Russia's defeat in Ukraine as their goal. The foreign ministry had initially said Moscow would keep notifying the U.S. about planned test launches of its ballistic missiles, but Ryabkov's statement reflects a change of course. I'm Charles Diladesma. The pain resulting from the deadly Nashville school shooting runs very deep, that according to Tennessee Governor Bill Lee. All of Tennessee was hurt yesterday, but some parents woke up without children. The children woke up without parents, without teachers. And spouses woke up without their loved ones. The governor calls the attack at Covenant School a tragedy beyond comprehension. Three adults and three children were killed. House Speaker McCarthy trying to prod President Biden into budget and debt ceiling talks. Republican Senator John Thune says he hopes that McCarthy's letter to the president will get Mr. Biden's attention. I think we all support the efforts by House leadership, by Speaker McCarthy and his team, uh, to get the administration back at the table. And I think it's unfortunate that the administration hasn't shown at least much of a willingness to do that. Frankly, I think it's ridiculous. Wall Street flying high this morning. The Dow is up 151 points. The Nasdaq ahead 114. And the S&P trading 32 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98- 
888-998-9898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu reacts angrily to comments by President Biden urging him to abandon his controversial judicial reform proposal. The American pressure has already been massive and it's been building for months publicly and privately. Joe Biden has made it clear to Benjamin Netanyahu. I mean, our sense is also that they were really bombarding uh, Mr. Netanyahu's government with messages during this 48-hour crisis from Sunday into Monday when the country was brought to a standstill by protesters and people striking earlier this week. The Americans are saying, look, you are imperiling the international image of Israel as the sole democracy in the region. The BBC's Tom Bateman in Jerusalem. Germany's constitutional court has ruled that a law banning child marriages needs to be amended because it removes the possibility of continuing a marriage once both spouses become adults. News and analysis at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Dr. Soloway is with us, a rheumatologist. I'm really happy to have him on the program, and uh, the only thing is I wish we could have him for five hours because he can cover a lot, a lot of uh, different areas of uh, in uh, medicine. You're on the air. Hi, doctor. Good morning, and thank you for having me, and I'm willing to do five hours anytime you want. Really? Okay. You have patients in the waiting room? We can't do it too long. No, we block it out around the schedule. Not a problem. We could do it on a Friday all day. I won't see patients on Friday. Oh, okay. This is good. i just make a note of this because we'll be uh, calling you a lot. Yeah, no problem. You know, my book, I wrote two books, Mm -hmm. and um, they have a lot of information on arthritis for patients in addition to all my political views and thoughts and so on. Um, It's a good book, uh, badmedicinebook.net. And it's got info for patients, politicians, and anybody who wants to learn something. So your new one is um, how to protect yourself Me- from bad yeah, doctors, medical politics, insurance companies, and big government. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the kicker there. That big government. So tell us. Uh, I'm I'm to try to get as much as I can here. Tell us about uh, big government, how it affects uh, bad doctors, insurance companies, and things that you write about in the book. Fifteen years ago, with the institution of Obamacare, we were, started, we were forced to use uh, computers. We were forced by the government. Uh, by forcing us to use computers, they ordered us while we're sleeping, and they keep an eye on everything we're doing. A lot of doctors became disgruntled with this, especially the self-employed, especially the ones who could think outside the box, who could sit there with you and talk to you and find out what's wrong. Now that the government has got their hand all over the cookie jar, they are uh, buying up, they're giving money to hospitals to buy up practices. They take the doctor who used to be able to think, they throw that guy out of business or they buy him and they get rid of him. They put in a bunch of kids, could be doctors, nurse practitioners, could be anybody, could even be the local sweet, sweet, uh, street sweeper doesn't really matter. As long as somebody's there with a certificate that can bill, all they care about are the numbers. They don't care about the patients anymore. So the visits have been limited to 15 minutes max, maybe 10 minutes, and that includes documentation in the chart. 
So, frankly, if you walk in with more than a half a question, you're not going to get it answered because they're going to tell you your time's up or they're going to simply walk out of the room on you. So this is where the government, you know, has created this tremendous problem. And the sad thing is, is that people would always complain, you know, we need health care for all, blah, blah, blah. The system truly worked for 95% of the population and because of 5% uninsured. They destroyed the system. They didn't try to tweak it and fix it. They destroyed and upended a whole system in the name of making a political statement. And that's unfortunately what goes on in our country. Anybody who's got a political statement, who's got a little bit of a voice, who's heard by a couple of people on a radio or a TV or, it worse, a TikTok or, you know, some Chinese uh, faction of our government, uh, these, these people, they really take over the rhetoric. And, you know, if you notice, there's no local news anymore. All there is is opinion shows whether it's Fox, MSNBC, CNN, these aren't news, these are opinions. Um, so it all goes back to medicine. Everyone's got an opinion, no one's got an answer. But, you know, at the time Obama had his crosshairs on, you know, with the public perception that, you know, we need health care for all. Well, no, but that raises taxes and so on and so forth. The government could, could print $10 trillion over COVID, but they can't buy a sandwich for a diabetic to keep them out of the ICU, and they're going to pay for a $10,000 ICU stay per night. So there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And, you know, if something doesn't make sense, you know, in medicine we say, well, if it's not working, we either have the wrong diagnosis or the wrong treatment. The problem with the government is they have the wrong diagnosis and the wrong treatment, and they ask the wrong people. They, they ask people that have worked in the government 20 years for their opinion, and all of a sudden that becomes, you know, a Congress, uh, Congress's issue. And next thing you know, you know, whoever pays off somebody else, that becomes the new law. The worst law, and even Obama finally admitted that HIPAA was the worst thing he ever did. The Health Care Privacy Act. Uh, doctors are afraid to talk to other doctors about patients. So a, a patient is mine in New Jersey. They go to California. They're sick. The guy calls from California, oh, we're, you know, we can't tell you anything. He didn't sign HIPAA papers. But, but the patient's here. He's dying. Can you help me? No, I can't help you. This is how things are going. You go to the hospital. You think you're going to get good care. You think your doctor's going to come. Oh, sorry, your doctor doesn't come anymore. The, the hospital bought his practice with government money, and now he's a shift worker. So who's going to see me in the hospital? Uh, they hired shift workers for that, too. Oh, really? Is he a good doctor? Well, it could be, but he speaks broken English. You're not going to really understand him. He's not going to talk to you. You're not going to get to get any questions answered. And if you need your nurse, you can find her on the computer, but you're not not allowed out of bed. You've got a Foley catheter, and you're stuck. This is how the system works. If you don't believe me, then you just don't have a, a medical problem or you don't have a friend who's been in the hospital recently. That's what's going on today. It's terrible. Dr. Soloway is with us, and... Uh You've earned uh, awards, which I want the listeners to know, top doctor awards, so you really know your stuff. Well, after listening to you, I, the, the key is not to get sick. But, uh, You're right about that. Let me, uh, let me talk a little bit of why oh, so many things. My nurse practitioners, I seem, you know, and they seem very credible when I go. I mean, all of a sudden, everybody's seeing nurse practitioners. Does it make much difference? It sure does. You know, so here's the thing. A nurse practitioner is a highly educated person. A nurse practitioner has a master's degree in nursing. Um, but, you know, there's Nobel Prize winners that have PhDs in physics. But that doesn't mean they're, you know, they're good for your care. So let's go over a couple of things. If you have a problem such as rheumatoid arthritis, and I'll just use that as an example because I'm a rheumatoid arthritis specialist, you know, as a rheumatologist. You know, you come to my office, I have a couple of nurse practitioners. 
they're not allowed to see you on the first visit. I'm the one that's got to ask you the right questions and make the correct diagnosis because all arthritis is not rheumatoid, and all rheumatoid factors are not rheumatoid arthritis. So I'm the one who's got to do the thinking with 31 years of clinical practice and five years of experience before that as a trainee at a, at a top center. Um, so, you know, for a nurse practitioner, you go to college, you get your BS in nursing, you do one more year, you have a, um, a master's in nursing, now you're a nurse practitioner. In the tri-state area here, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, the nurse practitioners don't need a collaborating physician. So therefore, they're operating independently. They don't know their limits. Now, if a nurse practitioner is trained by me, works for me, and only sees my stable follow-ups, that's, that's a really solid person. They're really good. They're going to help me see more patients. However, when you go to the emergency room, you go to the urgent care, and all you see is a nurse practitioner, you're getting somebody who... You know, even though I, I have high respect for these people, they're well-educated, they don't have the experience to be in that job. And they're put, um, they're put on a pedestal to meet somebody's agenda. Uh, recently, they passed this uh, ruling in the tri-state area where they don't need to be, um, they don't need a collaborating physician. I mean, that, that's sort of absurd. I mean, if I was the nurse practitioner, I'd be scared that I'm going to get sued. And if I was the governing body allowing these people to have complete autonomy, I'd say, uh, I'd ask them, you know, is that who your doctor is? And if you get a complicated problem more than a Band-Aid or a tissue can fix, are you going to really go there on your own? Don't lie to me. Are you going to go there? And the answer is going to be no, because when you explain to them what's going on, and, you know, we get calls from emergency rooms, you know, can you please see this person? Can you please come to the emergency room? What it is is they don't even know to say, Look, you don't you don't belong in the emergency room. This isn't an emergency. This is a gout attack. You need to go to the rheumatologist. Let them drain the joint, inject the joint, and send you on your way, and you'll be fine. So, they're educated people. They're smart. Uh, some of them are very, very good, but they're put in the wrong places. In fact, 500 emergency room doctor spots did not fill for the match program. This just recently, a month ago, this information is factual. And that's because the hospitals are hiring nurse practitioners because they're cheaper than doctors. Well, you get what you pay for, and that's the truth. Um, again, I have nothing against these people, but they need to be working under a doctor's supervision, not autonomously, and um, they need to be trained by the specialist or the specialty that they're working in. You can't put them into primary care and expect them to be a doctor when the doctor had four years of med school, four years of residency, and internal, uh, three years of internal medicine or, or four and the nurse practitioner has four years of college and one year as a, as a nurse practitioner getting a master's degree. So, you know, the, the extra, whatever it is, seven or eight years, spending time in hospitals, seeing patients, and just absorbing what sick people look like and uh, interpolating the data, you know, x-ray or lab data, you know, when you see it for eight years compared to one year, you know, it's going to become... Routine, you know, whether you tie your shoes right over left, left over right, the doctor doesn't think about it. The nurse practitioner may have to think about it. And, you know, as smart as they are, you know, you can't be, tr not every, no, no one person can be trained to do everything. So the whole field needs to take a look at what, what is their role. You know, I don't, I don't say there's no role, but there is a role. Um, but complete autonomy is ridiculous. And, um, I think I beat that topic to death. Okay, let me uh, let me just, and I'm going to take a phone call for you and actually talk more about what's in your books and and all of that. But um, I had a physical do, and uh, it was a couple of months ago, and I 
had a mild case of COVID. So I called my doctor, and naturally they didn't want to see me. And the next time I could see the doctor would be July 18th. And I'm thinking, man, are they short of doctors? What's the deal here? I mean, it's so hard to get an appointment and see somebody when you think it's an emergency. Is this uh, what we have to look for now? Is well, yeah, just- let me help you with that. So the doctors are owned, right? They're employees. They're no longer working for themselves, so they have no motivation. So what do they do? They get with their friends. They buy an urgent care. They take off two days a week, so you can't get in to see them. They say, oh, go to the urgent care. Guess what? They own the urgent care. So the $50 visit became a $200 visit, and they got the money because you went to their urgent care. This is what, what's going on. Now, what you have to look forward to in 15 years is instead of getting an appointment in July, you'll never get an appointment because the doctor and the nurse are going to be replaced by the kiosk and the, and the robot because, frankly... The government sees doctor and medical as too expensive, and they probably think the military is too expensive, but you know they can't totally eliminate the military unless they get drones for everything. So this is all about government control and government overreach. So let me ask you, you, let me ask you this. Let me ask, let me ask you this. I mean, I've been offered now, well, how about we do a Zoom call? Uh, Forget do you, it. Do you, do you do any of those? Or? No, I don't. I don't believe in them. They're good for psychiatry visits. They're good for radiology. Mm-hmm. But how am I going to listen to your heart on a Zoom call? How am I going to touch your joints and drain fluid from your joint on a Zoom call? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Zoom call is for uh, people who have a, a runny nose, who are depressed, who need somebody to talk to. So it's like a life coach. I mean, it's, it's great if you live in Montana and there's nobody within three million miles and you literally have no access to anything other than, you know, a two-year-old newspaper. So you hop on a Zoom call with somebody in the healthcare profession, you know, it could be me, and you could start asking me questions that are not even in my field. And as a physician, I'll probably give you a more logical answer or something to, to calm you down. But if you really need help, no, a Zoom call is not is not good. I don't I don't um, condone it. I think it's terrible. Yeah, and let me I give... think it also sets a precedent to lead to the next step, which is no doctors, no visits. Yeah, I feel that's coming naturally. Uh, let me get a question from uh, one of our, our audience. You have a question for Dr. Soloway. Yes, I do. Dr. Boy, what a... You're, you're something. You're great. I'm telling you to tell, tell it the way it is about what's going on out there. And I just told Stu about this about a week ago. i like to get to the medication part of, of uh, doctor's-patient's uh, relationship. I was just told uh, by a well-known surgeon here in Connecticut um, that he was told specifically by a non-doctor uh, in Hartford uh, regarding uh, legislation uh, people that if he even did, uh, thought about giving his patients uh, uh, an opioid medicine for their uh, pain or, or if he didn't take them off of it, if they were on it, that he was at risk of losing his doctor's license. Can you back this up if this is going on in Connecticut? Thanks for that question. All over the country, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. The doctors don't practice medicine. People, you know what, people always ask me, how do you fix the problem? One, you file a ton of lawsuits against insurance companies or hospitals that are telling doctors what to do because the doctor in front of you is responsible for your care, making a decision based on his medical education. And the person telling him what not to do, even if they are a doctor, they don't know who you are. So, one... You either go to a doctor and pay cash, and he does what he wants, or somebody like me, self-employed, I do what I want, or you turn around with your doctor and you sue the insurance company or you sue the hospital and say, look, you guys are practicing medicine without a license because you're dictating to my doctor what to do, and you're not even there. 
Interesting. It's a horrible situation. Horrible. By the way, I talk about that in the book, badmedicinebook.net. I talk about all this stuff. Let me talk about another thing in your book, and that's uh, what, what should people look for when they're getting insurance, and what are some of the red flags that uh, you, you say bad insurance companies? So the most important thing is, especially for the Medicare population, you do not want Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage means you've given up all your freedom, and you don't have Medicare like your mom had it. Because what's happening is, when your mom had Medicare, and not that I'm an advocate of Medicare, but I'm just saying. So when your mom had Medicare, she'd go to the doctor. The bill would be, you know, $10 million or whatever it was. Medicare would say, we allow $100, and they'd pay 80 The secondary insurance would cover the other 20 and you walk out the door, you're done. And the doctor actually got to order testing and give you medication. However, now, Medicare Advantage, which has been paid for by the government, moves in, and they join up with Medicare. So what happens is you go to the doctor with Medicare, and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do this. Why not? Well, your supplement, your Medicare Advantage is Aetna, Blue Cross, Horizon, Cigna, whoever, and they say it's not approved. Well, who, who are they? Well, they're the ones you chose. Well, nobody told me that when I signed up. Well, of course not. They want to sell you the plan. So you want to get AARP because you still have the freedom. Now, the doctor who chooses to take Medicare, that guys that's community service. The Medicare rate is community service. But nonetheless, some of us actually like to help people. So, you know, we go with the flow. We treat everybody. I don't even look at the people's insurance. You come in here, you can have Medicare, you can have gold bars. It doesn't matter. You're going to get treated the same. Problem is, if you don't have gold bars and you have Medicare Advantage and I order a CAT scan, it's going to be denied usually. And why are they going to deny it? Because the bean counter who didn't go to high school, or maybe they went to high school, they're basically told to deny everything the first time, and if you come back the second time, then you can possibly speak to a doctor who might be in a foreign country who definitely speaks broken English, and you might be able to convince that person to order the test. And the best chance of doing it is not by medical information, it's by becoming friendly with the person on the phone. This is how sad and pitiful the system has become. We hear the term Big Pharma a lot. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh... Who do we trust yeah. when it comes so, to... So I'll give you an example of Big Pharma. Big Pharma are these uh, companies that produce medications, and they produce medications and they have billion-dollar you know, bottom lines on different drugs. So some of these companies, and again, I'm, I'm not picking on anyone, Pfizer, Merck, Novartis, um, Eli Lilly, Bristol-Myers Squibb, you know, there's a ton of them. So these companies, I don't know, they do $10, $5, 15000000000 dollars a year in sales. So here's here's an example of how Big Pharma works. Um, A a drug comes out for rheumatoid arthritis, and it's not necessarily the best drug. But the same company produces a lot of cancer drugs. So what do they do? They go to the hospitals, they go to these big pharmacy benefit plans, they go to CVS, they go to whoever, and they say, look, our drug works, even though it's not the best, but they don't say that part. They say, look, we're going to give you a 20% discount on all the cancer drugs that we sell, except you've got to push this drug first and you've got to put it on your formulary. Formulary is another term to say, we can tell you what to do and you have no say in the matter. Again, it's, it's criminal, it's ridiculous. And of course, when you question it, you know, you're the idiot who's, who's questioning it. You're never the person who makes sense because they made the rules. Like, their rules are like the Ten Commandments. It's a joke. So here, here's Big Pharma. Big Pharma 
is is really dictating who gets what, why, and how, and when. And it's all based on cost adjustment, and it's based on rebates, it's based on discounts, it's based on who can buy the most, and so on and so forth. Because, again, they're looking at their bottom line all the way. So nothing is equal, and it's ridiculous, and uh, that's a summary of Big Pharma. I could, I could tell you more stories and more things about Big Pharma, but that's what they are in a nutshell. And I'm sure you, you've... Uh you can get, answer this question. Sometimes I'm in a waiting room and I'll see somebody coming in who's not a patient and it looks like they are promoting a new drug and then uh, sometimes the uh, the doctor or the eye doctor will give you some samples of things. Is that dangerous? Um, so a couple of points on that. Um, a handful of years ago, Ted Kennedy passed the uh, Sunshine Act, which prohibited drug companies from bringing doctors uh, launch for more than, say, $5 or $7 a person. Mm-hmm. We used to joke about this when I was on the Jersey Medical Board, that you can get your slice of pizza without with, with cheese but no pepperoni. Um, I mean, listen, a doctor that thinks for themselves, self-employed, who really cares what's going on, they couldn't give a hoot what the pharmaceutical person says because we know more than they do. They're coming, hopefully, to say, by the way, guess what? This drug that you've been reading about for two years is now on the market. And by the way, here's a couple of samples. If you have people that don't have insurance coverage, that'll pay for the drug. However, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Sometimes you have, you've got, um, I don't know, here's the craziest example I've heard of. You've got, you got a pharmacy person, they drop off the lunch, whatever, and they'll, they'll take doctors out for ch- Chinese food for dinner, except they're ringing up, um, you know, the place in Atlantic City with the happy ending, they're ringing that up as a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's, um, there's corruption everywhere. It, it's not, medicine's not immune to corruption. Um, but by stopping lunch kind of infuriates the doctor to the point where they say, well, I'll get back at them. And, you know, some people do get back at them, and it's, it's wrong on all accounts. But if, if a pharmaceutical company can influence a doctor on how to prescribe, then that's a doctor who doesn't know what's going on. Because you need to know much more than any pharmaceutical person could possibly tell you. In fact, you should be able to question them to death and say, well, why didn't you tell me about this side effect? I already know about it. I've seen it or you know, I've heard about it. So those people are basically trained on one topic and... They know the topic in the box. They cannot think out of the box. They're not paid to. They're not even allowed to talk about things off-label or out of the box. And frankly, sometimes those are the best things. But of course, if you're going to do a study to get a new drug to the market, you're going to pick something where there's a, uh, 10 million people. You're going to pick rheumatoid arthritis. You're not going to pick a relapsing polychondritis where there's you know 100 people who have it because mm-hmm. you can't make any money. But what about the poor guy with relapsing polychondritis who has arthritis who needs that same drug Sorry, we're not covering it. Why not? No study. There's never going to be a study. In fact, for lupus, there's only five drugs that have ever been approved, and the things we use are standard of care but not approved by the FDA. There are two different things. Everything has to be about what what works, what's correct, what's the most ethical in terms of helping the person in a risk-benefit model, not what the FDA approves, because what the FDA approves is semi-irrelevant because half the data is fudged anyway. Dr. Soloway is with us. I'm like a kid in a candy store talking with you, trying to get into as much as I possibly can. Uh, I'll come back anytime you want. Dr. Soloway is a rheumatologist. Um, just want to get your 
your feelings on how the whole COVID thing went down. I mean, do you agree with the vaccine? Do you agree with Dr. Fauci? Uh, what could we have done? Every doctor seemed to be a little stumped on it, and they, they do the, seem to do the best they can, and it seems like we're still learning about it. So give me a little uh, analysis right. of that. We are still learning about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you my personal belief, and I wrote this in the book that I wrote two years ago, this is, this is Chinese bioterra, except it was funded by the U.S., and it was cheaper to do over in China because there's no regulations and you don't have to pay people too much. So Dr. Fauci and his NIH, even though the guy's got his name on textbooks and subjects that he hasn't been involved with for 50 years, you know, he, he's good at getting money. He's typical. He's a politician. He's a career politician. So these guys get all this money. They make this lab. The lab's unregulated, and then this stuff leaks out. Now, whether it leaked out on accident or on purpose, my theory was that it was meant to clear out the Hong Kong protesters because they didn't want to roll tanks in the street because no country would do business with a a country who was killing people with tanks like they did in Tiananmen Square. And now all of a sudden, you know, there's people in Hong Kong falling over. They think they're going to save the day. They realize it's out of control. They stop flights into China, but they allow flights to the West. So they come to the West. And now we're hit with this new uh, epidemic, pandemic, and nobody knows what to do. So people are scrambling around. Everyone's got a different opinion. And then they, they throw Trump under the bus because, you know, oh, you know, his thought about this is bad, blah, blah, blah. At least he had thoughts that he articulated. The other people, it's very hard to trust really what's going on because all these increased rates of myocarditis and all these other pulmonary embolus and so on and so forth, it's hard for people to hide between behind the facts, you know. It's a cliche, but, you know, you're allowed to have your own opinion. You're not allowed to have your own facts. And with COVID, there's 10 million opinions, and there's only 10 facts. So there's a lot to be learned. There's a lot that isn't known. A lot more is going to come out in the future. But I think it's safe to say that this was manufactured in a lab in China for bio-warfare. That's what the Chinese, you know, um, new mantra is, you know, the next war is going to be fought with germs and lasers, and I think this was the beginning of World War III when it happened, and as you see, tensions are heightened in the South China Sea and all over the world. Uh, the Ukraine crisis is, is a proxy war, and that's where we're headed. I mean, that's a whole different topic that I could talk about mm-hmm. and enjoy talking about as well, but everything you say is correct. We don't know a lot. The vaccines, you know, they, they help prevent death, but they don't help spreading the virus. Um, you know, people are still getting COVID. People don't talk about it anymore because, you know, most normal people are no longer wearing masks, which, by the way, they're a bigger joke than a, a, a vaccine because the mask, and nobody wears an N95, by the way, but an N95 is meant to keep out 95% of particles that are three microns in size. Well, it just so happens the COVID virus is 0.9 microns. Now, the people that say I'm crazy, you're going to say, well, you know, the 0.9 size it's attached to something bigger yeah but not all the time so by definition the masks can't work even if you wear 10 of them and you cover your head and mouth and nose and eyes and ears it doesn't matter um anyway those are some of my thoughts just, on just that. my uh, thought on the masks uh, you know people you know, to wear a mask or not wear a mask and you think well gee it must protect you because you always see when you see pictures of uh, doctors in an operation uh, operating room and they have these heavy masks on and uh, and you think well, they well don't let want me ask you something if you're wearing a mask in the operating room and you already know the room is sterile because it's supposed to be sterile mm-hmm. the only thing that mask is for is so that the surgeon if they sneeze don't spit into the guy's open belly or the open spine mm-hmm. that's all 
It's to prevent you from spitting in the patient. It's not meant to prevent germs. It can't. It's not possible. All right. Interesting. Now, I want to leave you with a question on that, and I will be getting in touch with you because, uh, you know... May I, may I say one thing? Yes, sir. If I didn't say it, if any of the listeners want the book signed by me, mm-hmm. it's badmedicinebook.net, and I love signing it and personalizing it, badmedicinebook.net, not Amazon. Badmedicinebook.net. Yeah, I was definitely going to ask you how we can get it. So the bad medicine... Well, that's easy. <laughs> Bad medicine. Yeah, badmedicinebook.net is so easy. Badmedicinebook.net, easy. And we like things that are, that are easy. Uh, through the years, and you've dealt with uh, all kinds of forms of arthritis, which we'll get to hopefully a lot in our better interview, I mean longer interviews. For sure. Uh, I hope they're all good. But through the years, has there been a lot of improvement to help people with uh, chronic arthritis? And there's different forms of it uh, that you have seen, and it looks like some great breakthroughs. Are you seeing that? Oh, yes, absolutely. When I was a trainee at the Philadelphia VA uh, 35 years ago, uh, 35% of all rheumatoid arthritis patients were, were truly crippled, wheelchair-bound and, and dysfunctional, disabled, and so on. Right now, it's probably changed to less than 1%. We have some amazing drugs for rheumatoid arthritis and all the chronic arthritic conditions. Yes, it's, it's revolutionized. It's really amazing what has happened in the evolution of treatment for chronic arthritis. It's really a, a miracle. Well, that's leaving on a very positive note. And uh, does everybody sooner or later in their life get some form of arthritis? It seems like everybody I know has some form of it. Well, let me just tell you this. I recently received a uh, copyright for the term, your engine light comes on at 50. So whether it's a type of arthritis or not, you're going to get something. And with respect to arthritis, everybody past 40 or 50 does have osteoarthritis, which is the so-called good kind. And some of the good kind hurts and some of it doesn't. So suffice to say, from a purist standpoint, everybody will get arthritis, except they won't all get the bad kind. Mm -hmm. But most people are going to get a serious illness in their life often after age 50. So, uh, and next time we get together, and I hope it's soon, I, I would like to do a whole uh, segment on arthritis and take a lot of phone calls from our listeners. And maybe oh, we I'd could, love it. It, w- it would be my honor. We, I would love to do that. We could you. help a lot of people who have been suffering for years, maybe with a little uh, information with you and I, that uh, they could get their life back. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, me too. I can't wait. All right, Dr. Soloway, thank you. So once again, to order the book? www.badmedicinebook.net, and you get a signed, personalized copy. All right, sir. Keep up the good work, and I will be getting in touch shortly. Thank you very much. I loved your show. Thanks, doctor. Bye. Dr. Soloway, we're going to have a lot of shows with him in the very near future. you're going to love it. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event at Ram Truck Month. The month of March will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck before the spring rush while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler Grand Cherokee 2nd or 3rd 
Row Renegade or Compass. We're confident we can help find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey. Just a suggestion before you buy, check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Now open in the Willimantic Plaza on Route 32 next to BJ's and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. Dr. Soloway was not totally against the vaccine for COVID. He did say, well, you know, you'll still get it, but it may stop you from dying. So that could be a good reason, but that's what he said on on our interview just now. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I had to call you right back. Hey, listen, great interview. That guy, that doctor, listen, and you are more than just a DJ after 50 seven years because I I get I I told it six years in we're up in Boston listen hey why where when and what and why something like that that's a journalist uh, it's a rule of thumb and you're a journalist too I'll tell you I like that doctor man he's 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 giving the real well, straight I'm, and blind I'm really looking he's a, a neural I'll get, I'll get it right uh he Get handles, right, brother, he handles arthritis cases. That's what he does. And uh, I'm going to do a whole segment on arthritis because I know a lot of people who have been suffering for years, and maybe, hopefully, we can help uh-huh. them get to the right medicine. I have arthritis. You know, I'm 62. But listen, that guy, he's great. He tells you, hey, look, you know, all these farmers, farmers uh, Susie probably knows this. Because she reads every damn thing in the book. You know, medicine is good, but it doesn't work for everybody. But I like what he said about Medicare and Medicaid. Mm-hmm. People don't have much, uh, you know, you know. Well, no. he's got great creden- credentials. That's why I wanted to have him on. But uh, he's a rheumatologist. Yeah, too, so. man. All right. Really. Thanks. All right. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Joe. Hi. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Dude, that was one of the greatest guests and the most honest guests that you've ever had on your show that I can remember, especially being a doctor. That guy was the most straightforward doctor person I, I, I've ever heard. And he's got awards ever. for, you know, being the best uh, rheumatologist. and yeah, I, geez, He's, he's got, the best ever yeah. about everything. Mm-hmm. That guy was straightforward about everything. And for him to come out and say the things that he... he he, now he backed me up about what I told you last week about, you know, I was uh, I got serious rheumatoid arthritis, and I now along with a lot of other things, you know, I'm in pain a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is what's going on in our country today. Seventy and eighty years old people that are in severe pain and they can't get an opioid medicine, okay, to treat their pain so they can live a decent life until we die. Okay, because the doctors are dead scared to lose their license because these people in Hartford told them, don't dare give your patients an opioid. Are you, are you, can you imagine people telling a doctor this? 
Well, well, I can see the doctor's position. They're all happened in our country. They're all afraid of getting sued. You don't understand that, of course. Sued? How about losing your license? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. Sued. Losing your license, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Listen, I so, hope to when he this, comes on, this, and I'm going to have him try to get him on again next week and just talk about this arthritis. Guy in Connecticut? This doctor? Uh, no, he's not from Connecticut. No. He's, um, in fact, they really didn't, all the information that I received, they didn't even tell me where he's from. Well, but, at uh, least, you know, wherever he's from, or whatever he said he wrote it in his book also, he backed up what I told you. Remember you remember when I, I spoke to you about, yeah, I remember. about what the, mm-hmm. and, and remember he told you just now, he just told you, yes, it's happening all over the place and it's disgusting. Well, listen, when I have him back on, and I hope to get him on next week on arthritis, maybe we can uh, get you a little more help with the, the chronic pain that you've been going through, and uh, you can talk to him. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't like it when people are sick, especially older people. We're not, we're not out to seek drugs, 70- 80-year-old people, okay? We want to live a decent life and, and a respectful life. And if it has to be an opioid medicine that can help us out to live a daily, uh, uh, normal mm-hmm. life, then so mm-hmm. be it. I don't care what kind of medicine, as long as it keeps me out of pain. Okay, that's all I'm worried about. I don't take medication to get high. Well, some people do, I but you don't. I get high, Stu. I can go down to the store and get marijuana and smoke it all day long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? All right, Am buddy. Right? I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on. Yes, good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. Hey, that was a very good interview you had with that doctor. Yeah, he's a, I'm glad you're going to have him on again soon. Oh, he's a, he's won awards. Uh, he's one of the best there is, so I yeah, think he's he credible. Was very good, uh, and he, no hesitation. He gave you answers right after another. But I want to help a lot of folks who get arthritis uh, during parts of the year, when it's raining, when it's this, and they suffer terribly. Maybe we can help a lot of people next time he's on. Yeah, uh, I didn't catch what state he's from. I I got so much information on him, but I, there's nobody that wrote what state he's in. I mean, I've been going back and forth with people who have been telling me to if they'd like to me to interview him, and he's got a book, and I read all about his background, but I don't know exactly what state he is, but I'll find out when I call him. Okay, it was, very, it was a very good interview, Stu. Good right. job. Thank you. All right. Hello, WICH, you're on. Hello there, Stu. Hi there. I wanted to say I was listening to that Dr. Soloway, mm-hmm. and I was kind of really intrigued with his honesty. Oh, yeah. He doesn't pull any punches. But unfortunately, I was willing to see him. I thought because you had him on, he was in Connecticut, oh, but I, I looked him up. He's in New Jersey. No, he's in New Jersey. I, all right. Thank yeah. you for doing that. I was gonna... But, I mean, he was good, and I liked everything about him, and uh, the only thing is I had a beef with him about at the end when you you did the call for me. I was going to say when he was saying masks don't work or something to that effect, I wanted to call in and ask him why. The same thing you did. The nurses wear them and doctors are in surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that he would say that they're, it's sterile in the rooms and that's the only reason they wear them is in case they don't sneeze or cough on an open area they're doing surgery on somebody. Well, I've never heard that angle before, but um, you know, that does make sense. To a well, degree. it does, but I would think that if you realize when he's talking about how bad the insurances are and how crooked the doctors are, others and everything else, I wish you'd take into consideration how despicably dirty the hospitals are, and the one right here in this town, and the um, 
I think that masks do work in that respect as far as keeping germs just down, gloves and all of that stuff. Imagine if they were touching people with their bare hands. So there's got to be I'm not, reasons uh, yeah, for the gloves and masks. I personally you know? am not totally against masks. I mean, I, not, I do no. think they give you some protection, flu or whatever, but also reminds you not to touch your nose and things. I know. That's, I've had to learn this since COVID came out. Never scratch your eye, your face, yep. or nothing. Then when I start itching, I try to use my sleeve, or, mm-hmm. or better yet, the top of my shirt, because the sleeve might have touched something. It's crazy. Yeah, so the like mask this. is a good reminder for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Stu, but it was wonderful to hear him. I'd love to hear him again, and mm-hmm. you said you're going to have him again. Well, definitely. I want to do a whole segment on arthritis. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. WICH, Stu Breyer with you. Welcome to the program. Yeah, Stu, he mentioned that he was from New Jersey. We did. Okay, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. Thank you. I was uh, so involved, I didn't realize he mentioned he was from New Jersey. Well, that's not that far, is it? Hmm? Well, it's kind of a drive, and maybe it would be nice if he made house calls. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, one of your best interviews ever. Thank you. Partially because of the doctor being so for, uh, honest with everything. He's in Vinland, New Jersey. Vinland, New Jersey. There's even a uh, short 11-minute in- interview. You can see him live on his site. He's got plenty of sites to select from, too. Oh, yeah. he's. There's a one-hour show that he's got. You can... Anybody can pick it up. S-O-L-O-W-A-Y. Oh, good. Uh, you know, I'm going to look up thing, more things on him. I did get a lot of things on him prior to the interview, but it's nice to know that uh, people can check it out. And obviously, One of the best doctors or interviews to pass on information to old people like us. It, it was great, my friend. Well, the great thing is uh, he, he says, uh, call him. He'll give me all the time I need. So Yeah, and I'm looking at the information on Google. He's got plenty, Stu. Mm-hmm. Uh, in certain areas, he's rated as a five-star doctor. Talks about food, talks about his office, talks about the waiting room problems. Mm. It's, all, it's all there. You will love it. I'm going to have fun with him. Yes. Thank you for having him. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. I love Susie. Um, you know, Larry, he just said, I would take anything. Well, you know what? On your own station, Charlie Kirk and Officer Tatum... They um, are constantly mentioning relief factor, which is for back pain and all sorts of pain. Mm-hmm. And Officer Tatum said, I was seven years a police officer, and I played football, and I constantly was having back pain. And he, he says it really works, and Charlie Cork says it too, but it's relieffactor.com. But then, you know, their advertisements, and they may be building them up a little bit more than they should, but... That's a paid advertisement. However, all natural. I, I believe in I, uh, all natural. I've I not heard my own. I, do you ha- have you used it? No. Not I, not this. Mm-hmm. But I do on the internet. If I have an ache or a pain, go to the homeopathic section and I get it. Um, and some of the stuff really does work. Well, I I've not heard a bad thing about it. So I mean, yeah. I, oh. I would try it. Well, it was created, this uh, little snippet, it was created by a military doctor who served over there, Afghanistan, Iraq area, during this past war. 
Um, so he he came up with all this because military people like my husband come back with aches and pains. You think I stay up all night? I go to bed at 10, but wake up periodically if I hear something on the radio. Mm -hmm. But he does not come to bed until 2 or 3. Susan, I I hear all these things advertised, and they sound good. Uh, There's a vitamin thing that they're advertising, and then... And I've heard the, the product you're talking about, but why don't they sell them in stores? I don't understand that. I think they're making more money doing it online. I think that's probably I wish I it. could get that, um, those powdered vegetables um, and the fruit. And I oh, yeah, that what one, I know. It, mm-hmm. But um, they will not sell that on Amazon. They're making a lot of money. I think you probably, I think you probably are correct, as opposed to putting it in a store with five thousand other products. And oh yeah, yeah, know. because you do an ad, then somebody gets on blah 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 dot com. You whip out your charge card and you get it immediately, and they're just you know between them, just them, and there's no Walmart, no this, no mm-hmm. that store as a third party. But the ad could say you know go to your pharmacy, go to your health food store, and uh, and ask for it, and I don't know. Anyway, it's if it works. Well, yeah, it's I would tell Larry he if he has whatever to the internet, maybe his daughter or somebody, look up relieffactor.com and see what's in it. Yeah, you know? of course you can. Yeah, you might as well. Hey, are you got a visitor on the other two of uh, one to two? Uh, no, I don't. I don't I'm okay, not expecting I, one. I anyway. got a comment I want to make. Okay. All right. Talk okay. Yeah, bye bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Um, I know Sue just hung up. So, Sue, if you're listening, um, that those. Are um, they? Hello. They come in capsules and things. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you're cutting out on me. I want to hear what a you have to say. Are you still there? Yeah, but you're you're cutting out a little bit. So let's start from yeah, the beginning. I hear you. You can't hear me. I can barely hear you. Oh, I could barely hear you too. We're even. <laughs> huh? So you're talking uh, about relief factor, are you? Uh, no, I'm talking about the powdered capsules yep. that she wishes she could get. Well, they have Goalie. Goalie makes a brand of gummies. You can get it in Walmart. You've got green for your vegetables, and then they have red for your fruits. And I've gotten them before, and they taste delicious. And then that's the same thing that she's looking for, so tell her it's Goalie, G-O-L-I, and you can get it in Walmart. All right. Well, thank you for that. I hope it helps, folks. Appreciate I'm it. I'm sorry for the um, lack of hearing you. <laughs> that's all right. You know, that not every connection is perfect. And thank you okay. for the call. Okay, okay. Bye, Sue. Bye. You should have your phone apologize. You don't have to apologize. Sometimes there's a little things cut out. and uh, It's uh, 11 till noon on WICH, AM and FM. We'll have our lunchtime oldies from noon to 1. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. What do you do if you cut yourself? I'll be right back with some thoughts. 
The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The first thing you need to do is determine if you need medical attention. Absolutely see a health care provider if the wound doesn't stop bleeding after five minutes of pressure, or the wound is from a bite, the wound is deep or contains foreign matter, or you are immunocompromised or have diabetes. If you feel the wound is minor enough to treat by yourself, clean the area with soap and water, apply a topical antibiotic to prevent infection, cover with a sterile bandage to promote healing, and change the dressing as needed. Ask your doctor or pharmacist for additional advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. It's nine minutes before noon at WICH, and if you'd like to check in with us, by all means, do so right now, because we do have an open line for the first time today. In the meantime, we've got a lot of uh, odds and ends that we can talk about. Would you rather have odds or ends? Oh, the weather. I haven't given you the weather in a while. I get so involved, but we must know the weather. And by golly, it's sunny today. Temperature's on the cool side a little bit in the low 50s. Tonight it may get uh, pretty chilly with a little possible snow squall. But it's the end of March, and you can get just about anything in March. Tomorrow, the Major League season starts for every team. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, good morning. How are you? All right, hey, sir. I have a, I have a question. Uh, I am looking for a store called Ollie's, O-L-L-I-E-S. Supposedly, they have a store somewhere in Norwich. I'd like to know if anybody can tell us where it is. Did you say Polly's? Ollie's. No. Oh, Ollie's. O-L-L-I-E mm-hmm. apostrophe S, yes. What type of a store is it, sir? Uh, well, right underneath the name, it says Good Stuff Cheap. Oh, Good it's, Stuff. It's uh, most, most, a lot of closeouts and buyouts right. from other places, more than likely. Well, I'll put the team together and see if we can find you exactly where Ollie's is. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll be listening on the air. All right, sir. Thank you. Ollie's. Good Stuff. That's a... You always want good stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Okay. Okay. So, um... I, I said I would talk about national stuff. You know how they say what starts in California um, spreads across the nation? I've heard well, that. Unfortunately, yeah. it does. Okay, so what the, since 2010, they've had a law where if a child's in school and needs counseling, the school can send that child to counseling with, without parental permission. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't really agree with, but it's not really, really horrific compared to what they do now. Well, it all depends on. Well, all depends. It all depends on what the problem the the child is having. If it's the problems at home, they may want to make a decision well, on that. Yeah, but then, but then they should go through their juvenile court system and have the court. Yeah. Okay. Talk to the parents, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're skipping the juvenile court part or the probate part, whichever. So. Anyway, now they have one where the school can send the child to um, an inpatient um, program 
without notifying the, the parents. So you send your child to school, you know, you expect the child back at 3 o'clock, whatever. child doesn't come back. And you call the school and they say, well, they've been admitted to such and such residential program. Well, that, then they all should all be arrested because that's ridiculous. It's, kidna- it's kidnapping. Mm-hmm. It's, it's parental interference. There's no way that they should be allowed to do that. And my fear is that if it starts in California, it'll go across the nation. We have enough dumb governors and, and, um, and um, legislators that might pass this. Well, I hope it doesn't then, spread. Uh, I'm so sad that it it's... And actually, I hope it gets canceled there. I don't, know what I, mean, the, I don't know what the problem is in California, but there's some problem people there. I know, and yet they're going to give, you know, 500000 whatever. The, the number keeps changing, money to mm-hmm. um, blacks for... Reparation. I mean, yeah. they, they, they may not have even had a, a relative in Africa, mm-hmm. and they're going to give them hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of dollars. As I said, the number keeps changing. California um, can go to Mexico as far as I'm concerned. All right, got to run, but thank you. Thank you very much for the All call. Right. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, uh, Stu, someone called and want to know where Ollie's is. Yeah, where's Ollie's? It's in uh, Waterford. Oh. It's where the Stop and Shop complex is off Boston Post Road. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's next to Stop and Shop. Well, that's easy to find next to Stop and Shop in Waterford. Yeah, it's right in that complex. Have you ever been to Ollie's? Oh, yeah. What do you think? Good stuff? They have some good stuff, and they have... Some uh, not so good stuff. <laughs> okay, well, it's nothing perfect, I guess. Yeah. Thanks for the info. All right, later. See ya. Hi, WICH. You're on. Hi, Stu. Hi there. This is Mandy Patinkin. I'm the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. I <laughs> laughed so much when I heard. I thought that was a joke, like Saturday Night Live or something. So I had to look him up on Google, yeah. and I didn't realize who he was. And uh, I watched him on uh, Homeland. That uh, yeah, he's been on Homeland. You're right. Yeah, he was really good. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, another thing that doctor was really sounded really really sharp, mm-hmm. and. I hope he comes back because uh, when he realizes that the listenership is not uh, WNBC, uh, I seem like that's probably some of the reasons why you don't get people like Blumenthal or something. They say, oh, there's not enough people listening to that, you know. But uh, but he's, you know, definitely interesting to listen to. He's a pretty sharp dude as far as I can see. Well, uh, unless he was uh, giving me baloney, he wants to come on a lot, and I'm going to get him on for lots of different topics. All right. Well, thanks, Stu. I just wanted to put in my two cents like somebody, somebody before said. And you did a good Patekin uh, ent- uh, 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 <laughs> voice there. And the cats and the cradle. And the cats and the cradle. All right. Take it easy, Stu. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Uh, good morning, Stu. Yes. Uh, about this uh, pain medication that you're... Uh, uh, or whatever it is they, they talk about, how great it is. Yeah. You can get a, a, a an order for it for nineteen ninety five, mm-hmm. but they're not telling you that you've got a four you've got fourteen days to see if you want it or don't really want it. They've already got your credit card number. Now, if you don't cancel it in fourteen days, they will automatically send you the next shipment. 
which will cost you almost two hundred dollars a bottle. Oh my God! And that is and that is uh, in writing. Uh, it's at the very end of uh, you Google it. It's at the very end of the of uh, <clears throat> what the product is. We need to, we need a product to get relief from that. Good grief! Yeah, I mean when I saw that, I said, "That's it." I ain't never going to order it. I don't care how much they if they well, want to. First give it. of all, they they can't send you anything uh, unless you approve of it. Yeah, you. Uh, but they you give them a credit card number and then you order it. But you've got fourteen days to cancel. Okay, oh, so you and can't... what's left? They they want you to make arrangements to ship what's left back to them. So, in other words, if you try it and you don't like it, um, they're going to get you, so you got to tell them right away you don't like it. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. you got 14 days, and that is not what they tell you. That's the, there's so many people in this world that just go by it. Oh, but they're paying through the nose for it. So what's the first uh, bunch you get? It's fairly reasonable? Yeah, it's, it's 1995 for a trial. That's just for a trial. I mean, you get a big bunch of them, or uh... no, you just get a, a like a, a, a thirty day supply. Thirty day supply. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. I certainly okay. want to know uh, everything about it. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Bye. Wonder. <clears throat> Read the little print. I have to ponder that during the uh, news. Personality Radio, WICHAM thirteen ten Norwich. I forgot to ask him if it worked, so maybe he can call back later and tell me if it worked with the 30-day supply. We're on FM 294.5 W233DB in Norwich. It's current degrees and coming up to noon, and let's see what's happening in the world. News this hour, townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott calling for a, quote, automatic death penalty for those who go into a school and open fire. On Twitter, Senator Scott writes, the prospect of life in prison is not enough for those he called the deranged monsters who go into our schools to kill innocent kids and educators. And, quote, we need to consider an automatic death penalty for school shooters. Scott's comments come after the shooting deaths of three children and three adults at a Nashville elementary school by a shooter police say was a former student. The shooter identified as a 28-year-old transgender woman living as a man. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. And across the U.S., private schools generally do not face as many requirements as public schools for security. Still, amid widespread concerns about shootings, experts say many private schools in America today have invested in violence prevention. Also at townhall.com, Huntsville, Alabama Mayor Tommy Battle says he's been deeply touched by expressions of sorrow from Huntsville residents and people all over that state following a shooting that took the life of one officer and injured another. This is one of those times when it's very hard to come up with words to tell somebody, thank you for your sacrifice, and also to our 
to our men who are out there still on a day-to-day basis that we as a community are here to support you. Audio courtesy of WAAY Television. Senior Russian diplomat says Moscow has suspended sharing information about its nuclear forces with the United States, including notices about missile tests. Moscow's deputy foreign minister, meanwhile, says the Kremlin has stopped all information with the exchanges of any kind with Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. This Easter season, join world-renowned tenor Andrea Bocelli for an unforgettable journey of hope, beauty, and music. Experience musical performances from Michael W. Smith, Tori Kelly, Taya, and Torin Wells across the awe-inspiring Italian countryside. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli, brings you face-to-face with the moments in life that define us, the music that moves us, and the relationships that matter most. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli in theaters April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Find out more at thejourney.movie. That's thejourney.movie. Are you looking for a meaningful way to preserve our nation's history? Consider purchasing a Blueprints of Liberty brick. Each purchase helps to build Liberty Village, a unique destination that brings our founding history to life. This family-friendly location will provide an opportunity for youth and visitors to encounter our founding history like never before. Visit unitedwepledge.org to order your Blueprints of Liberty brick today. Some of the biggest names in global technology calling for a pause now in the development of advanced artificial intelligence. AI development that's more advanced than the latest version of the viral AI chatbot ChatGPT should be put on hold, they argue, citing potential risks to society if the right safety nets are not in place. One of the signatories is Elon Musk, who is for many a tech visionary, but who has long warned that AI could be bad news for humans. Current AI platforms are already known to display bias and share misinformation. There's a fear they could soon be a serious threat to many jobs, and that the more advanced they become, the harder they could be to control. BBC correspondent Zoe Kleinman reporting. Economists for a California task force on potential reparations for black residents estimate now payouts could reach more than $800 billion. Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. A nuclear leak has been fixed. Here's John Scott with that story. An official with Excel Energy says a faulty pipe that allowed water containing a radioactive isotope of hydrogen to leak at a Minnesota nuclear power plant has been repaired. The plant will return to service in the next week. Meanwhile, a state agency says a fish kill in the Mississippi River near the Monticello nuclear generating plant was caused by a water temperature change resulting from the shutdown of the plant, not by any of the tritium leaking into the river. Tritium occurs naturally in the environment and is a common byproduct of nuclear plant operations. It cannot penetrate human skin. John Scott reporting. Wall Street off to a good start today at this hour. Right now, the Dow is up more than 232 points. S&P 500 ahead 40. NASDAQ in the green, rather, 159. More on these stories at townhall.com. Bowbees, you're gonna love it. Bye. <laughs> 
Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event at Ram Truck Month. The month of March will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck before the spring rush while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler Grand Cherokee second or third row Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey. Just a suggestion before you buy, check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Here he comes, walking down the street. It's his funniest looks from everyone he meets. Hey, hey, Stu Ryan, people say you're monkeying around. I've a job too busy playing. Is that a good old oldie sound? Major Lance. The song is actually called mm, 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 mm. Sounds like a Campbell's Soup commercial. Welcome to our lunchtime oldie break. We've got an interesting mix for you today. Here's a song written by Mick Jagger who used to date Marianne Faithful and she recorded his song. As tears go by. 
Music from as years go by. It is the evening of the day. I sit and watch the children great last name, Faithful. I think that's her real name, Marianne Faithful. How can you not date somebody like that, huh? As tears go by, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, we like to mix in some country classics on our Lunchtime Oldie Hour, and this is a song I bet you haven't heard in a long time by a country singer named Wynn Stewart. It was a hit on the country charts and a hit on the pop charts. It's such a pretty world today. Look at the sunshine. Look at the sunshine, look at the sunshine, and every day's the same since I met you. It's such a pretty world today, knowing that you're mine, knowing that you're mine, and happiness is being close to you. skies will all be blue If I look close enough, the sun will come shining through It's such a pretty world today Look at the sunshine Look at the sunshine Today and every day since I met you
such a pretty world today. Look at the sunshine. Look at the sunshine. And every day's the same since I met you. It's such a pretty world today. Knowing that you're mine. Knowing that you're mine. And happiness is being close to you. And though the rain may fall, my skies will all be blue. If I look close enough, the sun will come shining through. It's such a pretty world today. Look at the sunshine. Look at the sunshine. Today and every day since I met you. Sure is pretty out there. Lots of sunshine and 49 degrees. Take a little walk today. Fresh air and sing shalala. Why not? Their first song was Do Wa Diddy, which is, you know, made up just... And then they came back with Shalala. You know, why why make any sense with the words when it's selling millions of copies of record? 
Manfred Mann with Stu's Lunchtime Break. Over the years, there have not been many openings for sales representatives at Hall Communications. Our radio group, made up of WCTY, WICH, WKNL, WNLC, and WILI AM and FM, are now looking to grow our team. If you have digital sales experience and are interested in using that knowledge, along with radio sales, we want to hear from you. We're a family-owned radio company operating in eastern Connecticut. Candidates should possess excellent writing and communication skills and strive to always present the highest level of customer service. Hall Communications offers a great medical and 401k plan and a supportive working environment. If this sounds good to you, send your resume and at least three references to Vice President and General Manager Andy Russell at arussell at hallradio.net. Hall Communications is an equal opportunity employer. You can also go to this station's webpage under the Connect With Us drop-down menu to find more information about this position and other opportunities at Hall Communications. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now, because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Now open in the Willimantic Plaza on Route 32 next to BJ's and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. At Corsha's Auto Repair, our experienced, trained technicians provide you with honest, upfront answers as well as a written estimate before any work begins. So there are no unexpected costs or surprises when we service or repair your vehicle. It's been a mild winter, but all the potholes in the road have probably ruined the front wheel alignment on your vehicle. With spring coming, it's time to take it to Corsha's for your front wheel alignment so your tires will have their maximum life. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Visit CorshasAutorepair.com to see all the services we offer. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. Locally owned Corsha's Auto Repair. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. That's Corsha's Auto Repair. All right, who should we call on now? Let me call your name. Here are the Beatles. A little name calling. Make it nice. I call your name. But you're not there. Was I to blame?
calling her name. Listen very closely. You can hear it. Yes, yes, yes. It's coming in now. Calling Marianne, huh? Let's uh, move on here with a, a classic. So many people have recorded this song, and it's just every time you hear it, it's inspirational. It's from The Man from La Mancha. Did you, ever, you know about The Man from La Mancha, right? It's a wonderful play with great, great songs like this one, The Impossible Dream. I had one of those last night. It was. Possible dream, the impossible dream to fight the unbeatable foe, to bear with unbearable sorrow, to run where 
the brave dare not go to right the unrightable wrong to love pure and chaste from afar to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star this is my quest to follow that star no matter how hopeless no matter how far to fight for the right without question or pause to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause and I know This glorious quest That my heart Will lie peaceful and calm When I'm laid to my rest And the world Will be better for this That one man Scorned and covered with scars Still strove with his last ounce of courage to reach the unreachable stars. Thank you, Don Quixote. To reach the impossible. Dream, 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 Wine anytime, 
uh, sure makes things simple, doesn't it? All I have to do is dream. Everly Brothers. Just thought they had a sister, Beverly. Beverly Everly and the Everly Brothers, Don and Phil. Boy, could they harmonize together. So I went into the vault just to kind of hang out and look for some vinyl that I have never heard before. Maybe you have. And I thought we could hear it together for the first time. So this was my discovery in the vinyl vault and maybe the final time I play it. This is a group called Mud. <laughs> That's it, Mud and Hula Love. Oh, 
You said it sounds a little like David Bowie there, but the uh, the group is called Mud, and not that it's a dirty song. It's called Hula Love. I found it in the vault. I've never heard that before. I've heard the song before, but not my Mud. And uh, there it is. Never know what you're going to find in the vault. The stuff that's really, really good we don't put in the vault, but through the years we've stuffed some vinyl in there that we weren't sure of. Pretty sure of this one in 1970. It's the five stair steps. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Out things to get brighter Someday, yeah We'll put it together and we'll get it undone Someday when you hit it much lighter Someday, yeah We'll walk in the rays of a beautiful sun Someday when the world is much brighter Ooh, child, things are gonna be Things to be brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna be easier. Ooh, child, things to be brighter. Get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter.
Here are the five stair steps climbing the charts. They did in 1970. WICH weather, sunny today, about the middle 50s. So far, so good. Tonight, a chance of a round of rain that could be briefly heavy. A snow squall is also possible, 28. Thursday, sunny, windy, high 45 in the a.m. Wind chill, make it in the teens. Then later in the day, wow, it's going to be very cold in the 20s. Hmm. Friday, sun early, then increasing cloudiness with a chance of showers in the evening, high 52. But right now, it's, it's a pretty decent day. Hmm? Hard to believe that there was an Elvis Presley song that was controversial. I mean, it was controversial when he used to shake his hips, but there was a song that uh, a lot of radio stations were a little afraid to play. In fact, I think they changed a few lyrics. This is the song. Some people got upset with that song, and now it sounds like a fairy tale. Elvis. Well, not with you, baby. So who do you think Elvis Presley's favorite singer was? Who? Roy Orbison. A candy-colored clown they call a Sandman Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep Everything is all right I close my eyes 
did pretty well with dream songs and he had another one called dream baby which was a big hit as well wich reminds you that if you or someone you know has a gambling problem you can turn to gamblers anonymous they can help you take back your life what a great organization they've been on our show many many times if you'd like to speak to somebody now they'll be there for you 855-222- 5542 to speak to someone from Gamblers Anonymous. Their nonprofit fellowship of people who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other, and uh, they may arrest their common problem and help others to recover from gambling problems. So, they've been there, they can help you. Gamblers Anonymous. Of course, with March Madness, there's tons and tons of gambling going on right now. and going to be a big weekend for the Big Four. You'll be checking that out. You can hear it on WICHAM and FM. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. A lot of songs throwing the word devil around. Kind of a playing type word sometimes. Here's Neil Sedaka.
what's it gonna be? Devil or angel, I can't make up my mind. Which one you are, I'd like to wake up and find. Devil or angel, whichever you are, I miss you, I miss you. I miss you Devil or angel Please say you'll be mine Love me or leave me I'll go out of my mind Devil or angel Dear whichever you are I need you I need you I need you You look like an angel But you keep me guessing Will you ever be mine? Devil or angel Please say you'll be mine Love me or leave me I've made up my mind Devil or angel Dear whichever you are I love you Devil or angel, please say you'll be mine. Love me or leave me, I've made up my mind. Fussy Devil or Angel. Bobby V, a little bit of the Buddy Holly type voice there on that particular song. Just read a biography about Dean Martin. Never get enough news about Dean Martin. What I gathered through the years, he was really, he was really a very nice man. Very nice man. Marilyn Monroe was uh, filming uh, a movie called Something's Gotta Give. She was going through a bad time and uh, she was late for work many, many times. So they fired her. Dean Martin also was starring in that movie, and he said, either you bring Marilyn back or I'm leaving the movie. So he was a big key in the movie, so they said, okay, we brought her back. And then a few weeks after that, her, uh, she, her life was over, according to what people say that she took an overdose of pills. But he was that kind of a guy. He didn't want to continue the movie unless they gave Marilyn another chance. I think I'll give him a chance to sing right now. By the way, they never finished that movie. How I love to hear the organ In the chapel in the moonlight While we're strolling down the aisle Where roses entwine How I love to hear you whisper In the chapel in the moonlight 
Chapel in the Moonlight. Dean Martin. Remember he had his own television show? It was the Dean Martin show. The theme was Everybody Loves Somebody. And the people uh, in the show could not believe that he rehearsed very, very little. And a lot of that show he was ad-libbing. That's how talented that guy was. Imagine going on live television and doing a little ad-libbing. The show, well, it worked out. Dean could do it. In the meantime, there's a gentleman that's been going to the Ukraine, entertaining kids, dressed as Batman. I mean, how sweet is that? Yes, in the Ukraine, they know Batman. Here's the original theme from Batman. Fettuccine Batman. 
forgot to get your cape out of the cleaners. time. Well, all the Batmen will be out tomorrow, unless the weather stops some of the games, and uh, their Major League Baseball season starts, and every team will be playing. Unless there's a weather problem, of course. Yankees, Red Sox, all of them. And they're all in first place. It's like having your cup full, huh? Hey, let's get all aboard on the love train. Boy, do we need this, huh? Welcome to the Love Train here with Stu WICHAM 1310 North. 
94.5 FM W233DB in Norwich. News time. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Police are saying more now about the shooter in Nashville who killed six people. Audrey Hale had bought seven weapons over the years. They were legally purchased. Uh, three of those weapons were used. Police Chief John Drake says Hale hid the weapons from their parents. She was under care, doctor's care, for an emotional disorder. Uh, law enforcement knew nothing about the treatment she was receiving, but her parents felt that she uh, should not own weapons. Drake says they're still looking for a motive, but the shooter had a detailed map of the school. There was not any particular uh, student uh, that they were, uh, that she was looking for at the time of the incident. Drake says Hale may have had some resentment for having to go to that school. I'm Ed Donahue. In Huntsville, Alabama, Police Chief Terry Giles says his department is mourning the loss of Officer Garrett Crumbie. I just asked that the community embraces, keep us in your prayers, because we have lost a great officer. Audio courtesy of WAAY Television. Officer Crumbie killed and another officer badly wounded when they arrived at the scene of a shooting. Also at townhall.com, AP poll finds Americans favoring cuts in government spending. As President Biden and House Republicans continue their budget standoff, 60% of U.S. adults say the government spends too much money. That's up sharply from only 25% in May of 2020 after the pandemic forced major disruptions. But the mid-March poll by the Associated Press and the Nork Center for Public Affairs Research also found majorities favor more spending for programs they consider the most important, like infrastructure, health care, and Social Security. It shows how the public is asking lawmakers to pull off the impossible, cut the overall size of the government, but devote more money to popular and expensive programs. More on these stories at townhall.com. This Easter season, join world-renowned tenor Andrea Bocelli for an unforgettable journey of hope, beauty, and music. Experience musical performances from Michael W. Smith, Tori Kelly, Taya, and Torin Wells across the awe-inspiring Italian countryside. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli, brings you face-to-face with the moments in life that define us, the music that moves us, and the relationships that matter most. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli in theaters April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Find out more at thejourney.movie. That's thejourney.movie. Are you looking for a meaningful way to preserve our nation's history? Consider purchasing a Blueprints of Liberty brick. Each purchase helps to build Liberty Village, a unique destination that brings our founding history to life. This family-friendly location will provide an opportunity for youth and visitors to encounter our founding history like never before. Visit unitedwepledge.org to order your Blueprints of Liberty brick today. Authorities in Paris cleaning up debris from the French capital streets that follows fresh anti-pension reform protest. Striking sanitation workers are getting back to the job now. The union representing Paris sanitation workers said its members are returning to their jobs, ending strike action that lasted for more than three weeks. It resulted in heaps of uncollected trash that became a visual symbol of opposition to French President Emmanuel Macron's pension bill. The dwindling number of protesters is seen by some as the beginning of the end of demonstrations against Macron's raising of the retirement age from 62 to 64. That is correspondent Jeremy House reporting. FDA has approved selling overdose antidote naloxone over-the-counter, marking the first time an opioid treatment drug will be available without a prescription. 
Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. Correspondent John Scott reports the family of an American couple who has been kidnapped in Haiti now pleading for the release. But it's slow going. Nakis Toussaint says the gangs kidnapped her brother, his wife, and a third person traveling with them on March 18th. Toussaint said that the gang is demanding $200,000 for each person and that her family does not have that kind of money. She said the FBI is helping to secure their release. Haiti is fighting a surge in gang-related kidnappings after the July 2021 assassination of President Jovenel Moise. John Scott report. Wall Street numbers at this hour still in a sea of green. So far today, the Dow is up 223 points. S&P 500 is ahead 42. And on the tech side right now, NASDAQ up 145 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome to our Anything Goes portion of the program. In fact, I stayed for Anything Goes. Well, it's an open topic for this hour, and we can we do a little bit of everything, including a little comedy routines with some of the great comedians of all time. On this Wednesday, March 29th, what's going on on March 29th? Lots of interesting stories to pass along to you. Some of them very unusual. USA Today says that Oreo is coming out with a new flavor called Blackout Cake. Is that when you eat too much of it? The cookie is stuffed with chocolate cake-flavored cream and dark chocolate cake-flavored cream. That's a lot of cream. It'll be available starting April 3rd. I'll be waiting in line for that. Mmm. There's a robot that says director Michael Mann is working on a sequel to Collateral. The film will star Jamie Foxx. The plot is being kept a secret. Unless, of course, there's a whistleblower. Entertainment Tonight says Brad Pitt has sold the Los Angeles home he shared with Angelina Jolie and their children. He sold their children, and the property went for just $40 million dollars. I think he could have done better than that. I don't know. How about this one? The New York Post says Dr. Anthony Fauci has sold his memoir for just under $5 million. The memoir is going to cover his life from his days in Brooklyn through the coronavirus. I will sell my memoir for a lot less, folks. You can make a little money on that one. A lot of you, uh, you see a lot of people with that little bracelet on that tells you how many steps you've stepped during the day. I guess it says that 10,000 is uh, pretty good. means you're moving around. Well, a study at UCLA reveals that 8,000 steps, not 10, just one or two times a week may be enough to lower the risk of death. Unless, of course, you're walking into a train. Researchers studied 3,100 adults and found that people who didn't get 8,000 steps in a week had a mortality rate of 40%. Those who walked 8,000 steps one or two days a week reduced their risk by death by 20%. Kind of makes you want to get out and walk. 
The paper says the 10,000 steps a day number was a marketing ploy developed by a Japanese company selling pedometers during the 1964 Olympic Games. I would say the 10,000 steps must be better than 8,000. But anytime you're moving around, I guess it's got to be better for you. By those little bracelets, they'll tell you your blood pressure, your your ear, everything. How you sleep. What you got on your report card in the early 60s. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. If, uh, if a five-year-old shoots a toddler in the house, do you think the mother should get arrested? Yes. That just happened, you know. Anybody leaving a loaded gun around with little kids should be culpable. Indiana. Indiana. Five-year-old boy shoots a toddler. So and the mother was in the house at the time. So what did you hear after that? Did they arrest her? They didn't, they didn't elaborate it. It'll be on the, it'll be on the news uh, later tonight, probably. I mean, think about it. You have little kids in the house. You're leaving a loaded gun around. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's good. It's like people that leave their kids in a hundred degree car, so they go out shopping. I don't know. You remember, you, do you remember Rebecca Lobo played for the Yukon Huskies? Sure, she does a lot of uh, analyst work now. Yeah. Uh, isn't her daughter playing for Iowa? That I don't know. Oh, I think I think uh, she has a daughter that plays for Iowa. Her name's uh, Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. Last name is Clark. So number, number I think it's number twenty-two. I wonder how tall she is because uh, no, she's not that tall. She's a forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I think she's a guard, guard or a forward. She's mm-hmm. not tall. Well, it's going to be a fun weekend with those games, huh? No, I, have to, I guess I'll have to root for Iowa because there's no Connecticut involved. Oh yeah, with the girls, there's no Connecticut involved, but of course the yeah. the guys are in the final four. I think they're going to have their hands full with Miami. Of course, it's not going to be easy. They're all good teams, and you never know who's going to be hot. But we'll be rooting for them. Yeah, but maybe if Larry's listening, the uh, he follows basketball a lot. You can call and find uh, verify that if Caitlin Clark is uh, Rebecca Lobo's daughter. Well, Caitlin Clark, she would have a uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Stu. Enjoy Thank your you. day. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Good afternoon, Joe. Yes, good afternoon, Joe. No, I was li- uh, no, I'm listening to him. Uh, he calls in all the time. Hey, deal is uh, Rebecca Lobo. You know she she's a superstar. So not only being uh, you know Connecticut's one of the greatest, uh, then went off to play. You know she played. I think was Arizona. I'm not sure, but she's retired. But. I watched her, and she had makeup on. She's a pretty girl. Big, tall girl, man. But she was there with the journalist, uh, the journalist, the, uh, whatever they are, the commentary. And I watched the Sweet 16, and I watched them get the butts kicked. Mm-hmm. You know, over, you know, uh, the Buckeyes. I told you, Ohio. They came around, man. They They smoked them. And, and and I saw Gino and earlier I want to say, yeah, he aged, I aged. If I looked at my pictures 25 years ago and look at me now, I don't look the same. No, and nobody Gino, does. And, but he was very frustrated, too. And they lost the Sweet 16. I was hoping to get to the eight. 
ideally they ate. But, you know, I was thinking about other things this afternoon. And I was thinking, you know, my friend, my neighbor, he brought me all these hot dogs, too. He said, Joe, you got to try these. And he said, they're better than... They're better than Fenway fries, and I and I boiled like four of them. We both had some, and I had some sauerkraut on mine. Check it out, though, Stu. A Fenway Frank is like six dollars. He said, "Joe, I get, I get, I get tons of them, you know, for less than that." Yeah, it's very everything's expensive at Fenway Park. Everything. I know. Hey, when's the last? Hey, didn't you and Judy go to Fenway last? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we went to Fenway. Mm-hmm. I know. What's, I'm guessing, Stu, Brian, $6 for a hot dog? I mean, come on, brother, but 6 bucks. In Philly, it's the Medford Franks. They call them the Medford Franks. It's equivalent to your Fenway Franks. It's a Medford Franks, and they go for about 6 bucks a pop, man. Could you imagine? I can eat a hot dog in, like, three bites. Mm-hmm. And there's only yeah. a couple of bites. They're so tiny. <laughs> Anyhow, Stu, I'm enjoying your day, man. I love you, man. All right. See you, buddy. See you, man. Fenway Franks. They're not friendly in the pocketbook, but they do taste good. But they're very small, aren't they? You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. What you got? Well, there's a couple of things I heard last night. That, oh, so that's why that was... I heard a recording of Trump saying why he picked Christopher Ray. I'm not sure when it actually was recorded, but guess who told him to take on Christopher Ray? Chris Christie. Chris Christie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris Christie wants to run for president. Well, I think he'd make a good president, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I, I don't either. And um, I heard just a little snippet. Um, in Pitts, this will probably be on the news. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Catholic schools were being emptied out because there were threats of gun violence against them. But oh, I yeah. mean, it doesn't mean it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're getting threats. So those are two things. And then here's something of interest. Okay, a few days ago, um, a house burned down in Preston, and how I was hearing it told was that uh, car fire and house fire, you know, they burned down. But now, and it was like five or six fire departments, just a little snippet in the paper yesterday. But, and it's under investigation. And I was thinking to myself, how would a, why would a car be on fire? Unless, you know me. I know, conspiracy Susan. Yeah, well, you know what? I was seeing on the internet EV cars being charged in these stall things. I don't know where it was, but it had the security camera on the different, you know, docking stations or whatever you call them, right? Charging stations. One of them literally exploded, and the guy in the next area with his car the, the the fender came towards the camera bounced off maybe a pole or something and hit the guy and knocked him down mm-hmm. and, and the whole car was on fire then another one 
another type it was charging and the car it just the screen just showed one big flash and it was just on fire now they're saying like in new york city the little e-bikes they use to scoot around and deliver uh, it their e-batteries are exploding now i believe that because the car ones i had seen exploded and i guess on youtube now that was on twitter on YouTube, you can actually type in, you know, and see more. But how do we know that the communist Chinese are not giving us batteries that will actually explode? I don't know, Susan, but if they could hurt us, they would. But uh, I think that those things would be checked out. Do you? Well... I guess they're really not regulated right now because that's what New York City is whining about. Well, you and I don't have electric cars, so I guess no. we don't have to deal with that. No, but it's dangerous, and I wonder, because remember when Japan was putting the Takata exploding airbags in everybody's cars, and for the longest time, you know, you had to get a recall and get them taken out, mm -hmm. but they had, like, shrapnel in them. <laughs> how's your, sh how's your uh, conspiracy book coming? Um, well, you know what? I heard a comment about a month ago, and I think it was actually Dan Bongino said it. He said, you know what? All those conspiracies we told you about, they're real. Some of them are, and Some a lot of them, them aren't. Are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's really, you know, it, it's going to shock you, but, I mean, uh, this... This country under Biden... Nothing's going to shock us anymore, believe me. No, no, nothing is the same. But I name, but Donald Trump is no angel, and I hope he doesn't run. Yep, okay. Thank you. Okay, but that's my opinion, and your opinions are always welcome on this program. We can opine. <laughs> it's an interesting word, opine. I'm opining. This is something... Any gambler that picked this year's Final Four of Miami, San Diego State, Yukon, and Florida Atlantic would have won $4.4 million. If you picked the Final Four, Miami, San Diego State, Yukon, and Florida Atlantic, you could have won $4.4 million. Or you could play the lottery, whatever. You know, it's... See if anybody wins that kind of money. Somebody would. Somebody probably has. Pretty amazing stuff. Well, this is another good one for those of you who uh, use a lot of profanity. You may continue to do so. Profanity good for pain relief. A new study by the research agency Perspective Global reveals that using profanity numbs pain. The study found that cursing triggers adrenaline, which is a natural form of pain relief. People who use profanity on a regular basis may become immune to its pain-numbing properties. I would suggest, though, when, when you're using profanity, don't do it in front of other people. Because then you become a pain in the neck. Hi, welcome to the program. <laughs> Hi, Stu. Hi there. That's a tough statement to follow. <laughs> I am not going to use any profanity, I can tell you that. All right, well, I'll give you uh, a pain relief. I'm going to give it to you straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, I was wondering if, if callers uh, in the past few days had 
mention something that I have just heard about, uh, uh, and it had to it had to it took place in Simsbury, I believe, over the weekend, mm-hmm. where two hundred cars assembled. And I don't know the term that they use for this, but there is a term that uh, those people who um, join that that car rally, if you will, um, uh, somehow they join in and they they know about it and they 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 saturate a town and cause mayhem on the high on the roads in the little towns. So two hundred cars coming into. Uh, any town, any town, mm-hmm. uh, who just are there to take sort of take over uh, in, in in a lot of ways puts an, puts an unbelievable stress on the on the citizens of that town as well as you know the the law enforcement agencies. Uh, what the and you may have seen these episodes on TV because there have been uh, cities where this has taken place and. You know they're just they're they're just um, doing donuts in the at the in the four lane uh, at the intersections. Amazing, and, huh? You that... know, just pretty much going uh, going crazy. Now, whether these cars are owned by these people or whether some of them are also stolen cars, or you know, I I don't know. But how can you? How can any one town, uh, you know, automatically react? To something like this coming at them, it's very. Uh, it, it's actually, it's actually one of the, one of the things that makes you wonder, and about something we spoke about yesterday, uh, and that I continue to say, it's not the, it's not the guns, it's not someone's mental health, it's the lack of security in in many many respects. We lock our cars, we lock our house, we lock our uh, gun racks. If you own a gun, I hope you do. Uh, you know, we take precautions, but what I think has failed us tremendously has, has failed us more than ever before. Now that uh, the border is as porous uh, as it is, and that is, and that is protecting the citizens in 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 ways. And you know, we we call it, we're more focused on things that seem so so unreal, uh, climate change. You know, I can go on about climate <laughs> and all the things that go on with climate, but I want to see something I'm going to refer to as security change, a, a different approach to towns, cities, individuals, communities, institutions, refocusing uh, a new approach to security. Um, Anytime you have large numbers of people, there's the possibility of things getting out of hand, and obviously... That situation in Simsbury did. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a very difficult one because they can they can come in on any roads, you mm-hmm. know, over they could all merge from different areas into one area and they have they have the power of uh, you know, c- communicating so so quickly. Uh, but no, I I'm talking about, you know, a lot of different, of many, many different approaches to security. Do I feel secure if I know that the that cars are, uh, you know, have problems with them, like and um, the drivers are a problem, uh, explosions are occurring with cars. I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's it's a very small percentage of the overall 
automobile uh, mm-hmm. inventory. But, uh, you know, there's just so many little wrinkles in this society of ours today that I, I just think it has to be rethought uh, in, in a big way. Uh, I, I feel more than ever before, I, I, you've got to salute and take your hat off to, to the law enforcement people and special, uh, you know, the medics and all those uh, <clears throat> that help in, in situations. Uh, it's a it's a crazy world. You know it I'd really. Like you know it really. Like uh, the government send FEMA and send money and send whatever is needed to those towns that are affected uh, mm-hmm. by either the hurricanes, the tornadoes, uh, <clears throat> a trail derailment. Uh, there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. I, this 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 should be automatic. It's almost like we have the government has has requested federal aid. Federal aid should be on top of this. They know when you get that size of a of a problem, you have to get something to the people. Uh, it's it's a darn shame that uh, that we're we're kind of archaic. Yeah, we get into uh, you know what are we going to do when it's too late? So you got to be ahead of the curve, and uh, I appreciate yeah, I, I, exactly. your call. Don't let your guard down. Be prepared. Be a, offer the citizenry uh, a little bit more confidence. I, I can't say that I have a lot of confidence uh, in um, in you know just general general mm-hmm. smarts. Uh, it just seems to be a lack of a lack of it. I'm, well, maybe we'll have I a cure for that. We keep the t- the TV turned on and we keep our information ears open. Uh, but I just think that when it comes to when it comes to security, at least secure the schools. For goodness sake. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thank you. I still think one of the most idiotic things that politicians and people have done is to march to defraud the police. That has backfired 50 times fold. There's now a shortage of police. Many police have retired. They don't even want to be a part of it. Because as Rodney would say, no respect. And now a lot of these towns where crime has increased and all kinds of problems are looking to hire police. So that was one of the dumbest things for anybody with a half a common sense. Defunding the police is not going to stop crime. It's going to increase it. Duh. I'm still aggravated about that. But I'll be all right in just a minute. We'll be right back. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn, garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. Without proper care, your yard can quickly become a battleground for grass versus weeds. Fortunately, with our Jonathan Green Fertilizer, you can get a program that'll increase the health of your lawn. Come in and see us, and we'll show you how, starting at $89.99. And don't forget the lime. Heights Home and Farm, 217 Archibando Avenue in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, March 30th at Hilton Mystic for a regional job fair presented by the day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. and feature some of the region's top employers, as well as free resources including resume review and interview prep. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details to register to attend and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash job fair.
94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Over the years, there have not been many openings for sales representatives at Hall Communications. Our radio group, made up of WCTY, WICH, WKNL, WNLC, and WILI AM and FM, are now looking to grow our team. If you have digital sales experience and are interested in using that knowledge, along with radio sales, we want to hear from you. We're a family-owned radio company operating in eastern Connecticut. Candidates should possess excellent writing and communication skills and strive to always present the highest level of customer service. All Communications offers a great medical and 401k plan and a supportive working environment. If this sounds good to you, send your resume and at least three references to Vice President and General Manager Andy Russell at arussell at hallradio.net. Hall Communications is an equal opportunity employer. You can also go to this station's webpage under the Connect With Us drop-down menu to find more information about this position and other opportunities at Hall Communications. Anything on your mind we can help you with? This is our Anything Goes portion of the program. Jimmy Fallow with his uh, talk show right after the 2 o'clock news. He's also touring with his stand-up comedian act. He's a busy... I don't know if he ever naps, but uh, he'll be with you right after the 2 o'clock news today. Well, women... A woman is eternally single because of a job. Savannah Bone of Florida claims that she can't get a date because of her crazy job. She is a crocodile handler, tells the Daily Mirror. My job affects my dating life in the way that I believe most people are afraid to date such a strong woman that works with prehistoric beasts on a daily basis. Hmm. Maybe they're afraid of me. Maybe they're afraid of the animals I work with. Maybe they think I'm crazy. I'm not too sure. As far as potential partners go, I'm a super hard worker with no days off. Anyone would ever be involved with uh, me would have to be a superhero just like me, and that's kind of tough to find, but I'm sure there's one out there somewhere. Working seven days a week? I don't know. I'll call you. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Crocodiles. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what fun. Hey, the uh, by, your, by the way, the Dairy Queen's June 13th. June 13th. I believe it's a Tuesday. 13th. June 13th. Mm-hmm. I better write that down. Yeah, because if you're not there, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you started it. I know. Isn't that something? Yeah. Such a silly thing. And look at what happened. Mm-hmm. And people actually look forward to Ooh, it. Oh, they do. Believe me, I get calls in the middle of winter. I think that is absolutely beautiful. I love it. I know. And, and, and oh, Dairy Queen just, they are so good to us. Mm. Nice people. Nice hall communications, I yeah. got to say. It's a wonderful thing. And, of course, we'll be giving, they'll be giving away free ice cream. And I'll be eating it. <laughs> yeah, you better be there, or I won't go. Um, I was I'm, I was calling basically because I'm I'm wondering is I don't even know if these are made. Does anybody know anybody that that makes? Um, you know, I I on my Miata I keep uh, an American flag on the antenna, mm-hmm. it's partly so I can see myself in the parking lot. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. But it's also because I'm a proud American. But mm-hmm. I would like to find a Ukrainian flag to fly right below it. 
and I don't know if they make those. I believe they do, and uh, I don't know where you can get one, but I, I mean, I've seen people outside even hanging uh, Ukrainian flags. Well, I'm, I'm talking about a small, you know, small one, yeah. So the handheld ones that you can, that I could put on my car without it. Like, I mean, my car is about three feet long, mm-hmm. so a big flag would not go. And I can't. You got to have an American flag above it, you know, because that's proper etiquette. Well, we can find out. Yeah, see if anybody can find. It. Yeah, because I would really love to do that in in uh, hope and sympathy for the Ukrainian mm-hmm. people. That's a nice uh, touch, and um, see if we can find out for you. Okay, thank you, Stu. You're welcome. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I love Sam. I Good, like you've been on voice. this show. Thank you, uh, Joe. Joey, 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 Joey's been on this hour. So anyway, would you date somebody who was uh, working seven days a week with uh, crocodiles? I don't. As long as she had a little time off to go to a movie or something, huh? Okay, I'll go out with you, but no pets. Here's the top ten breakfast cereals. Number ten. Post Fruity Pebbles. That sounds like a healthy cereal. Number nine, Quaker Life. Number eight, Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats. Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. It was like eating a bowl of candy. Number seven, Kellogg's Fruit Loops. Number six, Lucky Charms. Number five, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Number four, Honey Bunches of Oats. Seems to be a common... F- theme with these uh, cereals, right? Sugar. Number three, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Number two, Honey Nut Cheerios. And the number one, breakfast cereal, which is interesting. It's the cereal with the lowest sugar in it, Cheerios. Cheerios because you can put all kinds of stuff on it. Just have to put the strawberries and the banana and the raisins and the Cheerios, number one cereal. I think I had that this morning. Put strawberries in it, raisins. Mm. And I don't feel guilty because it's not really sweet, sweet. So, we told you about profanity and you could relieve stress (laughs) and pain. Uh, I can't believe it. How about this? Airlines employees busted for allegedly... Guzzling unopened whiskey. View from the wing says a United Airlines passenger recently checked an unopened bottle of whiskey. Christopher Ambler got the bottle back with one-third of it gone. He posted a picture of his $100 bottle along with the caption, Hey, United, bottle of expensive scotch in checked bag. Arrived opened and a third gone. No leakage. Uh, It was sealed new when packed and seal broken by opening. Your baggage handlers are thieves. Hmm. By the way, no one wants to buy Colonel Sanders' home. It's finger-licking good. The New York Post says no one wants to buy Colonel Sanders' Shelbyville, Kentucky mansion. The home has been on the market for 10 months. It hasn't even got a bucket of offers. KFC Founders Estate has lowered the asking price from $9 million to $4.9 million. Colonel Sanders spent the last 25 years of his life in the estate. And it still has the smell of fried chicken. 
I don't know what the hum looks like, but uh, I wonder if it comes with uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. And here's one for you. These things are unbelievable. Viagra has a stiff competition. The New York Post says Viagra has a new competitor. An Australian biotech company called LTR Pharma has created a nasal spray that works in five minutes. Just in case you're in a hurry. The company says our nasal delivery bypasses the digestive system, so it really goes straight into the bloodstream and has an effect in five to 15 minutes. We expect it to be a lot more effective than oral tablets so that it works consistently and in a quicker and faster amount of time. So men don't have to plan ahead and they don't have variable results. <laughs> it's a lot of lines in there, but we'll just leave it at the mo- at, uh, for the moment. <laughs> you know that pit bulls get a lot of bad raps, but the, a pit bull has saved a baby from a house fire. NBC says a Detroit pit bull is being hailed as a hero for saving a young girl from a house fire. Janet Kelly and her fiancé were shopping for groceries when her brother called and said their home was on fire. Janet's brother was able to get his four-year-old niece out of the house before flames engulfed it. The family's pit bull, Blue, ran back into the home with firefighters to show them where the family's 14-month-old daughter was. She was sitting in a playpen as the room around her burned up. Firefighters rescued the girl and ran back out of the house with Blue. The family rewarded him with extra belly rubs. Give him more than that, huh? It's amazing how smart dogs are. And yes, we'll give a pit bull credit for that one. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Do you have questions about Medicare? The agents at Jane Ryan Insurance Group are your local experts. Hello, I'm Jeremy Doyle. And I'm Melissa Connell from Jane Ryan Insurance Group in Colchester. Like many others, we offer home, auto, and business insurance, but we also have Medicare insurance experts. Early retirement is the goal, but health care insurance may be the hurdle. But Jane Ryan Insurance Group can help. Along with sitting down with their financial planner, I like to sit down with clients to teach them about all their health insurance options in retirement. It's important to spend time to create a realistic plan, and it's never too early to do so. How and when to use COBRA, individual health insurance, or Medicare are all important to figure out before you pull the trigger on retirement. At Jane Ryan, what's most important to them is what's right for you and your goals. Every situation is different, and there's a lot to know. We help you cut through the confusion. You've got Medicare or health care insurance questions, and Jane Ryan Insurance Group has answers. South Main Street in Colchester and JaneRyanInsurance.com. We do not offer all plans in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. 
save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Now open in the Willimantic Plaza on Route 32 next to BJ's and at Box Drop Shoreline CT. So there are some questions you may want to ponder today when you have some time on your hands. A lot of people have time on their hands. They're running around so much. Why is abbreviation a long word to use? Shouldn't abbreviation be a shorter word? Why doesn't Tarzan ever have a beard? That's a great question. I never thought of that. Should the world have more countries or fewer ones? Can poverty be erased while keeping the social construct intact? Will the current government model last after 500 years? We're just going one day at a time. Is there a limit to the smartness of an individual? How smart can you actually be? There's always somebody smarter. Do you think humans will be able to download their brains into computers? They'll have to get the geek squad, huh? When will human cloning become a safe option? What brings cosmo cosmologists and particle physicists together? What are the, uh, do you get stuck in heaven, hell, in the same clothes that you died in? Hope you haven't been sitting around worrying that, huh? Would you be hungry after eating antipasto? I know, maybe I'll try that tonight. Can there be a world with zero hypothetical situations? When do you think time began? Usually at six in the morning for me. Why do you recite at a play and play at a recital? Has destiny led you to the important purpose in your life or have you directly willed it? Some of these things are quite interesting if you think about it. Maybe you don't want to. Can you honestly define what is good and what is evil in life? If life in the universe ends this year, will humanoids exist on the planet? Are bad people important for the balance of the universe? Is human creativity infinite or bounded? Is morality a fad, a reality, or a synonym of faith? Now, these are things you can ponder when you have some spare time. I know you're going right now, you're going, why don't you spare me, Stu? Can you ever define your character the way others see it? Will humans ever be able to measure the weight of truth? Can humans truly understand the nature of reality? While it may leave you tongue-tied, your approach to the question reveals a lot about you. Like, why do things exist? Have you figured out how does the universe exist? How does something in this world occur from nothing? Is true love God-given realism or man-made myth? Think about those while I get to another call. Welcome to the program. Uh, hi, good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. I uh, Just check in real quick. Um, have you settled on a time of day for your DQ party? Yes, it's going to be 11 to 1. Like the other years, 11 to 1, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so I hope you're Same packed thing. and ready to go. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, now, when Sam was talking about flags, I have, there's a flag company that I live near. It's called Charlestown Flag Company down, you know, in this town of Charleston, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to that town tomorrow, so I'm going to see if they have any um, 
I'm going right near there tomorrow, so I'm going to just check to see if they have anything like she was. She was talking about a small flag that wasn't safe. Small Ukrainian flag, yeah. Yeah, not a really big thing, just a little tiny one. But I'm going to see if they're even open, you know, see if they got anything like that over there. Well, that'd be good. You could let us know. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, I'll go down. I mean, um, I just called their number, and the number is not effective anymore, but it's probably because they have a new number. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's probably because they have a new number. So I'll just go take a look and see if they're really open for sure, and then see about that um, tomorrow. So if I find out they have some kind of tiny one, I'll, I'll call and let everybody know. I mean, let her know. Well, I hope you can flag them down. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> okay. I'll give it my best for tomorrow. Thanks, Candy. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. You too. Here on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm still all right. Thank you. You're still all right. <laughs> anyway, um, the gentleman that talked about that situation in um, Simsbury with the cars, mm-hmm. um, that started in Los Angeles, thereby going with my thing that it starts in California, comes east. But they were doing it in Los Angeles, where they had a lot of people that would be able to drop it. Simsbury is a tiny town. You know, I mean, maybe not an area, but definitely the center of the city. Mm-hmm. I, it, it just amazes me. And I think a lot of this stuff, they get um, the idea from TikTok, which brings me into another subject. There, somebody had written about TikTok and defended it. No. Um, the Chinese are, are, are using it to find out stuff. I find, you know, it's funny, like all different towns and and the federal government banning the use of TikTok on their their phones. I don't understand why anybody would have time to go on TikTok when they're working. That should not be something that they... Well, the younger generation primarily goes on TikTok, and that's kind of like their Bible these days, and they're going to be lost without it, but they'll get over it. Crazy things. You know, um, there's one, it's it's a gallon, and they put juice, and water and a lot of booze and they drink the whole thing down that's it's going to kill people you know it's just it's there's there's other stuff too it's just unbelievable um i just wish everybody would just stop using it um you well, it should have been stopped a long time ago for people to use common sense and just don't use it um it's dangerous i think a lot of stuff is dangerous on there well, it's not just TikTok. Other other companies know know more than we would like them to know. But TikTok is uh, is helping out the Chinese government, who would like to eliminate us from the face of the earth. So it makes no sense to support TikTok. Right. I mean, I I certainly I do not support TikTok. Um, I don't. Of course, I don't go on Twitter or Instagram. I am on Facebook, but um, but that's it. I do that because there are games that I like on Facebook. But okay. um, but I just I don't see the need for it. And since it is owned by the Chinese, we need to stop getting stuff that's owned by the Chinese, including that company that's going to be making those battery things in Michigan that's getting money from Michigan and um, bringing in Chinese workers. Um, I don't understand that that um, governor Whitmer. So uh-huh. anybody that starts defending her. I'm going to come in negative to her. All right. Anyway, thank you. Bye. What can I say, right? A lot of folks don't even understand, you know, exactly what's going on unless you're really into the news and follow it. 
And I, I saw a lot, a lot of young people demonstrating, don't get rid of TikTok, not understanding exactly the ramifications of it. So maybe they could start teaching that in college. I don't know. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. WICH Radio, AM and FM, 94.5 FM, in case you didn't know about our FM side. Whatever comes in clearer for you, we're here for you. In the meantime, this is from the Bar Comedy Club. (laughs) Yes, there's a bar in there. Brad Shine is the comedian. What made America great was we thought we were. We didn't apologize. We didn't get nervous that thinking Europe was going to not like it. You know? We left Europe. On purpose. We create a democracy. You want to know if your country's great or not? Do people want in or do they want out? Not, not complicated. And I don't hear all them stories about people thinking, jamming themselves into boxcars and freight trains trying to sneak into North Korea. You hear anything about that? I'm not either. Don't hear nothing about it. I mean, for crying out loud, they want in this country, and they should. It's the greatest country there ever was. We ain't perfect. We're not perfect. But the thing is, we believe in the principles that made this country great. We try to change when we make mistakes. But everything we used to come up with, everything that used to come out of America was the best, and we believe that way. I mean, even our sports, that's what I'm proud of. We just exported everything, and they people just ate it up because it was American. We invented baseball. The whole world plays baseball now. We invented football. The world plays football now. We invented basketball. The world plays basketball now. They invented soccer. And we're like, no. <laughs> oh, I can't invent. You can't invent everything, huh? That's uh, interesting. I, I love this routine by Jim Gaffigan, and I'm going to play it. Uh, let's say hello to everybody first, in case you just tuned in. Hello. Hello. Okay. Everybody's take. I've never seen people take as many pictures. You can't go anywhere without somebody saying, can you take a picture of us? Take a picture of us. And then we have our selfies. Please be careful when you're taking selfies. I've actually heard people fall down when they're doing selfies and uh, pictures, pictures, pictures. And you keep them in your little computers or your big computers and uh, you don't have to get photo albums. You just go back and hopefully they're not gone. And you can go through all of the pictures. I see people taking pictures of the uh, food that they eat. All kinds of different things. But hey, to each his own. I thought it was more fun when we took uh, pictures and then brought them to the pharmacy. And then we waited two weeks to get them developed. The anticipation was incredible. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Good afternoon. It's a gorgeous day out there. Sure is, yes. Yeah. Um... I wasn't able to listen to your whole program. However, did that, um, I think it was a gentleman, uh, did he get an answer to where Ollie's is? Yes, I believe it uh, was in uh, Waterford uh, near the Stop and Shop. Yes. Yes, somebody yeah. did call in, yes. Okay, and uh, AAA is right next to it. Well, that's good to know. You want to get your license uh 
Yep, and then go shopping. All set. <laughs> okay, and one other thing, if I may. I caught your program, was it last week or the week before you had Barry Horowitz on? Yes. And that brought to mind um, a few years back, I guess before COVID, you used to have Ted Phillips, Attorney Phillips. That's right. He used to do the morning show. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss him so much. He he gave off some or gave out some very good information. Yeah, it's always good to touch base with an attorney uh, now and then and uh, give people a general idea of what they can do, what they can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I if I am remembering, um, he did that to help people. I don't believe he was paid for that. No, no, that was sincerely wanted to help people, yeah. Yeah, so maybe you could contact him Mm -hmm. and see about getting him on your, or on the morning show again. All right. That would be wonderful. I'm sure you may have some questions you want answered. Uh, Yes, there's always legal questions, but just for the information that he gives out to other people when they call is very informative. Right. You never know when you might need it down the line. Well, thank you for the input. Oh, you're welcome. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Thank you. Sure about the guy who was uh, driving? He, I think he worked at the casino and he's driving at 4 a.m. This is in Montville on 95 and uh, he runs into a cow cow that broke away from where the cow was supposed to be. The cow weighed 800 pounds. 800 pounds. The car was completely mashed and uh, fortunately I, I, I believe the driver's going to be okay although it, can you imagine the shock of hitting an 800 pound cow on the highway? So there was a lawsuit and he did win the lawsuit but uh so that's another thing we have to look out for. Cows on the road. I didn't know cows weighed that much. All that grass must be uh, have a lot of calories. Amazing. Are they holding in too much milk? Anyway, let's get back to picture taking. I took so many pictures at Disney. That's all we do, right, as a society. It's like, hey, instead of enjoying this moment, let's take pictures. <laughs> We take pictures of everyday life and act like we're capturing history. (gasps) Unbelievable, the cat's asleep. (laughs) Post that on my Twitter. It's because we have the cameras on our phones. Do we need that? It's not like 10 years ago we were like, I wish I could take a low quality photo of my dessert. (laughs) Text it to someone that's not interested. But I can't, so I guess I'll just eat it. (laughs) As a result, we all have so many photos, all these pictures, and sure, we all want our computers to run slow. (laughs) But what are we supposed to do with all these photos? I mean, I have more pictures of my children than my father ever looked at me. (laughs) And I just keep taking them, like, click, click, click. We all do. You click, 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 download all of them. We don't even weed through them. I'll just get another computer. (laughs) That'll be my Disney trip computer. (laughs) We used to have boxes of photos in our closets. Now it's just old computers. (laughs) There's our wedding computer. (laughs) 
That's my computer when I was single. I should probably destroy that one. It's sad, we have all these photos. Everyone has thousands of photos, and besides us, no one else cares. Because really, any photo you're not in is not that interesting. You might act interested, right? You're like, oh, you went to Mexico. Uh, how long is this going to take? Because I can fake it for like a minute. I don't even like pictures that I'm in. You, know? you ever see a photo of yourself and it kind of ruins your day? For a second, you don't even recognize yourself. You're like, who's that fat guy? Oh, no! Oh, I should call my wife and tell her I love her. I can't believe I'm allowed to wear that color. That is a very funny bit, in my opinion. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Remember when the video cameras first came out and they were so big and you'd lug them but they were so precious you wanted to film everything and anyone, anytime. I remember when we took uh, Mallory, she was about two years old, to uh, Florida for Disney. And I spent the whole time videoing everything. I forgot to enjoy the trip. I got home, I had to look at the video to see how it was. But after a while you say, ah, enough. Sitting up, I want to enjoy myself. But I was the, I was the video taker. Everything, on the bus, on the plane, on Mickey's lap. There I was with the video. I had video shoulder, could hardly move. Now they have tiny little cameras. You can put them in your ear. You see them? We had this big thing. Now they're just little, so you can take more pictures and doesn't even hurt your back. Well, thanks for coming back with us. Rob Simmons, will, one of the smartest people I know, will be joining me tomorrow at 10. He just got back from Israel. He's got a lot of stories. Let's take you to the news. Dave Baby Cortez. I have a friend, Neil, who was playing in this particular song. That was it. It's one little song there. I think that was him, actually. Jimmy Fallon follows the news. Sure, he gets serious, but he also gets very funny during his talk show. You may want to check it out right after 2. And it's Charlie Kirk. Show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
how can we make it a better world? Share some kindness today, right? Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233 DB in Norwich.